now I can line it up right. Um, but once you guys get it into your production like phase and all that stuff, I think you guys would be like people are support. That dynamic is so different. I feel like too. It is. It's a it's a unique dynamic overall. Like all three of us together, but now it's you know now it's two of us. So we're doing our own thing. What is it called? One more time. Um, friend or foe. Friend or foe. Friend or foe. Friend or foe. All right. All right, so this is the In Those We Trust podcast. Uh, I have my line brother here, Edward. Hey. Um, he had no idea, but I was already recording so that we could have genuine conversation from the get. Um, but we haven't, <laughs> we haven't seen each other since... Well, we just went to Top Golf. Yeah, that was fun. Um, but it, it, it was not that... Like, it was pretty long ago, intimate. if you think about it. You said what? Well, you think intimate? I feel like it was pretty... No, we haven't had an intimate, like, sit down. Oh, yeah. To where we used to have, like, all the freaking time. No, like, we need a we need a good kickback. Like... I it... was trying to get that with all of us before we all left back to craziness from next semester. Well, that's why I really want... I was so down for the Airbnb. Nah, man. I don't want to hear that from none <laughs> of you guys, bro. Because when, every time when it comes down to planning something with minorities... Well, real be honest, for black people <laughs> and fucking Hispanics, it's oh I'm busy now. Everybody's DK busy for okay. so much time, and no, we can't play anything. Not even you're right. My I, schedules. I, I feel like people, not people, you, not just you. I'm, I'm not saying you. Yeah, so but sometimes because your schedule was open, you were always down for any I, day we put. I was calculating because people, you know what it is. <laughs> the problem is, is people don't use calendars or planners no more. Like people just like. On the fly. Like, oh, I think I work tomorrow and then I might go to the gym. Like, yeah. no one coordinates their day, especially now that, like, the world's half-ass backwards. But I'm a planner. Like, I, and get I'll plan and still get there late. <laughs> That's why I said. We plan to go to but, Topgolf. And I'm like, son, if we come to Topgolf, I was trying to lie to him and be like, be here at 7 for when our shit starts at 8. And I knew people would still be late. And I'm like, like 7.45. I said 7.45. And our thing was for 8. I think it was for it 8. It was for 8, but it made sense to be there 15 minutes before. Yeah, but I was like, be, I was like, yo, our start time is 7.45. So hopefully people get there at 8.30. And people still showed up at 9. No. What okay. time did you walk? You and I walked in at 8.15. And then you guys started playing the damn game. And I was like, wow, that's a whole 15 minutes that you just used. We can't. At Top Golf, you, you, it's your time. Like, they started us. But it wasn't us <laughs> that walked and started. Like, they were like, all right. All right, we, were, we were wrong. Uh, 100%. But, but I, in my defense, I wasn't driving that day. <laughs> we had a really good ramen noodle also. Oh, is that where you guys were late? Yeah. Yeah, what, what restaurant? Yo, it so many like people campus, are getting so. into ramen noodle. I well, can't pay to get oodles and noodles from somewhere. <laughs> it's because we were raised off that shit. Yeah, like, I, I hate oodles and noodles. Everyone, like, cat and them, everyone that knows me knows I won't eat oodles and noodles now. Like, oodles and noodles and tuna, you won't find me eating anymore. Oh, because I, I, I ate like, so much as a kid. I like tuna a lot. For me, it's ravioli. Ravioli? Oh, ravioli. beef ravioli? Oh, I'll I still can't. eat that I'm, shit, bro. Mm-mm. In a can? No. I wouldn't even... Ca- I want it can. Forget that. No, like, that <laughs> and cup noodles because both cup of them, not only just growing up, but through college. college like, yeah. freshman year, I was like... I can honestly say I went through college without eating Uda's noodles. Mm. I would not eat Uda's noodles. I can't. But y'all paid yeah. to... But when I do, like, I think I bought it well, once for cat. It's different, it different, though. It's different, though, because when Brandon put me onto it... I was like, oh, what is this? He's like, it's red beef and they leave the broth. That's it overnight. Yeah, it's and I'm good. like, oh, yeah. pause, but it's good meats in it. Like, it's a bunch of good meat. <laughs> pause. But it is good. Like, the chicken. I, I bought cat, like, a one, one time she wasn't feeling good. I bought her, like, a beef. It's type expensive, too. If you think about it, yeah. noodles and broth. You're, right. <laughs> you're paying what eleven dollars? Right. It's a big ass bowl, but you're still it's paying It's a that big ass bowl, but you could do that shit in your kitchen. But that's with any meal. I'd be going shopping, like, I'm like, what was it that I bought the other day? For those that don't know, if you if we were in college with Edward, Edward, if you came into that kitchen, was making slop. 
and it would make it look like it's the best meal he's ever had in his entire life. Somehow, I don't know. There's so many meals out there that you ate that we would come like, yo, I have no idea how you're eating this. You have to sometimes work with what you have. And that's really what Living Nuts, all of us together, <laughs> taught me. Because you would go to the fridge, and it was like cheese. And then it would just be bread and then frosting. And like, nah. I guess we having some grilled cheese sandwiches. And if you want some sweet too. <laughs> the chips. <laughs> the frosting. And the chips. Nah, so frosting there were flakes. so many times I would come in. And me and Wiley would just be looking like, this is ridiculous what he's eating right now. But <laughs> it was the best meals he would ever have in his entire life. Um, but speaking of college, um, and that's really like the key thing. It's like a lot of students in this era right now, like mm-hmm. we, we both work. Um, as me as working as a resident director and your position as I'm doing student conduct right now. Student conduct. Um which is funny. It's hilarious. I don't know. They definitely didn't look at your records. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> they definitely didn't look at your record. I feel like every huh? other month we you were we were in some type of how can we get out of this mode? With not just you but all frat <laughs> for each person. Well, yes. In that house. I wouldn't even say me. It was a blessing not living in that house. Really exposing me right now. <laughs> it was a blessing. No, I suppose myself. It was a blessing not living in that house. Cause I was lucky that I had the benefit of leaving the house. You guys didn't. Like I had the benefit of like oh, yeah, any no, time I could leave. Oh my god, that was I would always say that. Because it was like, all right, time to chill here, cackle. No, or, or more more like if I was at, at the crib and I'm like, all right, waking up, starting my day, bada be bada boom, and I'm finishing my day, you know, my day sometimes would run to like seven, yeah. eight, nine. I'd come home and it was always someone over. It was always people over. Like it was always like. But don't you miss those times now? I mean, yes. Looking I, back, but I, a hundred percent miss it. Like now that you say that, I'm like, damn. Well, I, I always miss it, but now I'm like, yeah. damn, I should have like taken it in more. Enjoy. But it, it was always like sometimes you want to like come home and like take that mask off or like just be like. Fuck, like what yeah. a fucking day. But it was yeah. always like more fucking people. Like, yeah. damn. And then but, you guys would come over, which was always down. Like, we would always chill. But y'all had like the uh, the ability to be like, all right, I'm out. I'm me going home, and going. Brandon. Me and Brandon, the only ones, yeah. right? Yeah, me and Brandon were the only ones to, to be able to take our, like, all right, we're out of here. That's why Henny just sent the, uh, you see, Snapchat memory oh. of me hopping the fence. It's, oh it's on Snapchat. God. So it was me hopping the fence, leaving. And I was like, yo, that definitely was like two in the morning. Three in the morning, us leaving and just had that's a chill night. And it Did was you like put it on the group chat or snap. Snap group chat. Yeah, it, it was on snap. That? It happened a while ago. Um, so it could any sense. It was me like hopping that little ass fence at townhouses. So like, looking back on it, it's just crazy to see like how like we used to just be living, stressing our ass off that senior year. And I think that's like a great place to pick up on um what that was for us because we both were in that transition like together. Oh my god. But went different paths and like led to different places uh not going too much into your own story of how that and happened we went together to the to mapsy yeah yeah so like and that's coming yo i'm going to mapsy again this year shut up yeah i would love to go just to cackle with people because uh, i mean it would be so different now with the whole MAPSI i'm so glad now it. that it won't have that for those who don't know mapsy is the um the mid-atlantic placement conference um i don't know how i just got that out top yeah i was like yo if you would have oh my god (laughs) so like it's to think that that was our world like that was our like right now i'm like yeah and that's what i'm about to go back to like that's my 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 backup plan um but it's coming up in february so like that senior year it's all of us look forward to senior year and we're graduating Mm -hmm. and um you're like i just can't wait to start making money for those who want to start working, and then for those that their it's next step is is grad school, um, so they're in that in between stage. So we both were in that in between stage of what the heck is next. 
So I would definitely say from our last chill moment was winter break. And after that, it was game time. It was We were in the mode of like, all right, we got to figure out where the hell our life is next. I think it's it's crazy to for you to like explain it at that point that winter break happened and then we got into it. Because for me, I, I would, although I did fuck around a lot, mm-hmm. I would like to like lie to myself and be like, no, like I was, I was ready like senior year, but it yeah. really was that pivot point of yeah, like yeah, winter of break. I remember. I mean, we, you're always were, were you on campus the, that winter. Over winter break without yeah. living on campus. Mm-hmm. I didn't live on campus over were you winter did break. Duty? No, I did. No, okay, no, so no, I was I there. I was doing did. duty, and I was like, yeah. "Oh, I'm gonna stay on campus so that I could um, oh get prep. Yeah, <laughs> not even prep, so I could do the what is that shit called? Do applications. Do applications. I'm gonna do applications, blah blah, mm-hmm. blah, all for my for for grad school. Mm-hmm. Boy, you know, I was still, t- like, writing papers from mm-hmm. the semester that just ended. <laughs> I'm, like, doing duty. I'm, like, stressed. I, and it's, like, I look back. I'm, like, what was the stress about? Like, yeah. what couldn't you just, like, Snap pick up? Like, and that's what I think me and you both had, like, our little quarrels in because we were total opposites. Mm-hmm. Like, we were still going on that path of, like, we know we're both stressed out, but your stress was mentally <laughs> fucking you. And, like, the stress for me was, like, bro, it's going to happen regardless. Yeah. And I think all that showcased at Mapsy when we showed up and you missed your pants. And you left oh your pants. Oh, my God. And it was on the stairs, right? Like Yeah, no, fell. literally off the... I, I'm assuming that when I was coming down the stairs, it fell. No, 100%. And one of the boys just, like, put it on, like, the, the... The chair. No, it wasn't even on the chair. It was on still on the stairs. Like, <laughs> like this motherfucker's probably just kicked it aside. <laughs> but it was just there. Like, it was on the, on the, on the hand railing. But it was just chilling. Yeah. Though. So, like... For us both going into it, like we both knew that no matter what, this is our next step, our next yeah. goal. Um, and for many people in that realm who don't understand, like when you're in res life, there's you know that res life will help you pay for grad school. And there's well, different J positions, but like MAPSI is really heavily based res yeah. life. No, um, of course. So I think, we knew but that. that's the one th- we knew that, and we also know that you have to like have somewhere else announce a fuck. Besides the free housing. Oh, no, no, 100%. Because, you couldn't yeah. do... I definitely couldn't. Now I'm at the point... We can go into that later of... Now I just can't stand housing. or mm. And I'm like, I hope it's not housing as general or just yeah. housing where I'm at. Um, and when I look at going to MAPSI and like being like, okay, this is our next step. It's so many... How many people you think were there? Like, how many, like, uh, participants, like, interviewees? Like, there were so many of us... Mm. More than a hundred, easy. Oh, easy. So like, and there was a bunch of schools. Yeah. But it's it's such a realm of like, it felt amazing to be there, but it's the scariest thing when you walk and you see. Oh, it was nerve wracking. But I so made friends ner- off of it. Oh, hundred percent. And like, when we walked to that situation, it was the first day. It, me and Edward shared a a hotel mm-hmm. room together, and it was me and Edward, and we were like, I was getting dressed. Edward didn't have interviews well, in the morning. The crazy part is, I guess, le- leading up to it to come off the. From December to the point of Mapsy, which was yeah. like February-ish or March? No, it's February. February. Okay. Because it's coming up in February, yeah. So it's probably around the same February. Yes, because we came back and we did Meet, Meet the, the Greeks. Greeks. Yeah. So what happened was, um, I guess I would always be like, all right, I'm on and I'm on it. Like, I'm going to do the grad school shit. And then you were more like, I'm just going to see what's like what's popping off. And I think winter break, well, that's when we were kind of like, all right, time to kick yeah. off. Now we come back that semester. And I think at that point, that's when we were like, I remember, for, like, it was kind of sad without being sad that we were, like, going to fall back a little bit from chapter and everyone yeah. else was going to have to step up because we yeah. were going to be doing MAPSI. And we would do the courses. I don't know if you got because that's how you got it for free if you went to the course. Yeah, the MAPSI um, prep. Like, yeah, the MAPSI so we would go to the MAPSI stuff. preps yeah. together. 
And I remember when we had like that little like not a falling out, but we went at it with each other. Like a beef because yeah. of the um, because we were not helping each other. It was. It was yeah. It was when I wrote my cover letter. Mm-hmm. It was my cover letter. Yeah. And then I think I went to. I think I went to like someone and asked for a record letter, mm-hmm. and you were like, "What the fuck? Like, why are we not helping each other?" I was yeah. like, "Yo, like, it's not." It was just like we had different schedules. And yeah. We were on that side of campus. Yeah. I was all the way over in townhouses. So, leading into all of that, then we ended up. Oh, you you were like being more like onto it. You were like, "All right, like I'm." Working. Yeah, I was the one. You started one was... of the courses. You're like, "Bro, where you at?" We ended up showing up, and you had I think was it five interviews. No, I had like I had like no like leading into it. You had how many? Going in, I already had like seven or eight. Like interviews. seven or eight, and then I think I only had four. Yeah. And I think I remember I was telling you I was on like, day two, like you had two on day one and, and two on day two. Yeah. Well, I remember it's literally. Well, we I drove or you drove. I drove. I remember we were talking in the car. We're like, how crazy it is, like, the amount of numbers that you got. And as soon as we got there, we applied for more. And how many more did you got? None. I like took some no. off. Yeah, you took some I, off. I took I took like two off because the interviews are thirty minutes mm-hmm. and it just was. I was the first one there in the morning and the last one leave at night. Like yeah. Salisbury was my last interview of the day. And again, like just putting things out into the universe with like us both was like we knew what our next step was yeah. in life. Like we knew this is our sh- this is not our only shot, but this is our one shot to this like is moment to do we it. gotta fucking. Put our, our knees down and buckle up and let's get the fuck going and Word. let's get out of here. Because honestly, a lot of those interviewers weren't prepared coming from Rowan. When we came oh, from no, Rowan. Oh, no, we were nice. We were, we, and that's why like, yeah. I still stay in contact with so many people from Rowan, like Jen mm. and all them. Because I like, love them. I'm, let them James. get me prepped to where I was at mm. in that moment. Um, But we knew going into like, it's just about us showing up and like yeah. seeing them, them see us for what who we are. And well, I feel like I had a hard time doing that. That first yeah. interview I think I had with with Salisbury, okay. and I bombed it completely. Cause it's all about being genuine, right? And well, I, I feel like there's there's times in the interviews like, and I think I helped you out. And I was like, just be yourself, mm-hmm. and that's when you went to the um the hour. Like, yes, cocktail hour. The it was cocktail like, hour. Mm-hmm. You went to like the cocktail hour, and you you got like four interviews just yeah, from that. From and I was talking, like, Edward, just yeah. be like, Red's life is just about being yourself. Don't put on a face. Just be yourself. Yeah. You'll enjoy all these interviews. Um, and again, putting things into this universe, like Saturday was my last interview of the day and I was the last one there. And, and the person that worked it, I'm forgetting his freaking name, but you know, the energetic, uh, Spanish dude, he was Matt energetic Garcia. His name was Garcia. He was an RD, an AD at Salisbury. Yeah. So when I was going to, he was like, who's your, last? he was like, you're still here. I'm like, yeah, man. He's like, who's your last interview? I was like, Salisbury. He's like. It's a great school, man. You'll love it. I'm like, oh, word. All right. Mm. I guess I'll stay. And I call Kat. I'm like, Kat, I'm done. Like, I know I got opportunities. Like, I'm out of here. Yeah. And she's like, just stay and just go to it. And then look what happens now. Like, now yeah. I'm about to graduate from Salisbury University and everything it like that. It comes when you least expect it. Because it's the Everything. same way you were like, go to the cocktail hour. I went yeah. and I got in contact with Montclair. And then that's, I even made friends from there. From, mm-hmm. you know, I got to apply. But Montclair was you. That. Like, when yeah. I interviewed for Montclair, I was like, I love Montclair. But Res Life there wouldn't have been for me. Mm-hmm. Res Life and, and where you interview was well, now for I, you. Now that I feel like I got more into the business. Yeah. Of like, well, not in the business, but I've touched toes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, I feel like I can't. Suha would always tell me that she's like, how, how do you feel like it, it is in different schools? You know, like Res Life was one yeah. of a kind that Rowan. Yeah. So when you would go to another school, you have to kind of change your mindset. Mm. Think about whatever rules apply there apply mm-hmm. there it's not gonna be the same thing as rowan yeah but it was such 
not a weird concept to grasp, but it was still for me. I'm like, yo, like the way they would do shit, it would make sense, you know? At Rowan. Yeah, like yeah, it yeah, would yeah. make sense. I'm yeah. like, why is everyone not doing it like this? Like, but this then makes that's sense. where I had to even test my own understandings because at Salisbury, you, I didn't since we, it was only two RDs that were from the university down in Salisbury that that were that went to undergrad there, and all of us were from Jersey schools like mm-hmm. Kane, Rowan, and Rutgers. Big res life schools, right? So we come in there, we're like, why the fuck are they doing it like this? Why are they doing this like this? And I was like, yo, it's just the way they do it. This is what works here, right? Yeah. So it had to, I had to test myself because we were in undergrad. We just, whatever we heard, we kind of just went with it. Yeah. The RDs there, though, that were like, why the fuck are they doing mm-hmm. it like this? So they dealt with their own, like, yo, Rowan here is bugging out. So, like, there's, that's where, like, now going into, like, the real world of, like, you don't want to be that employee that's like, well, at my old school, we used to do it like this. And you don't want to be that person. So, like, yeah. I had to challenge myself and, like, stop saying that. Yeah. And I'm like, I would, I would, even if I had ideas and that came from Rowan, I'd be like, well, I think this is a good idea if you guys do it like this. And nine times out of ten, they would take it because I said it like that. But if mm-hmm. I said, well, at my old university, this is what we used to do, yeah. they wouldn't, they would shake me off. So, like, yeah. learning to balance those well, two. I, f- I feel like that ties in perfectly in the conversation of trans, um, like, transitioning from, like, senior year into the real world yeah and also just from like work as well yeah, you know what yeah, i mean yeah. like you have to have that moment to know to know what's what so i feel like in senior during senior year it was figuring that out yeah so it was like okay now we know we want to do this we're gonna apply we're gonna do these jobs bang them out and then i think getting how did you feel that time period after like graduation until starting um until like that summer Mm-hmm. All right, so like graduation for me, I could care less about. Um, my like we were there together. Yeah, we did. Um, of course, like in both for our college and for, um, you probably want to use two hands for it. To there me. we go. Yeah, um, for both of them. Um, and I didn't care about that. And even in this degree, I don't care about that much because I'm just like I'm always on like the next step. Mm-hmm. So I was definitely in that in between stage of like, all right, man. Now I'm, I think I, I find relaxed. I remember I talk, I'll talk about this with um with Cat that when I submitted my last history paper, um which was like my dis- for this semester the, the dissertation for that semester and it was I I can remember it was pouring down raining and it was like thirty something pages, and that was more gratitude than walking across the stage because it was like my final paper I'm done and that's it that's yeah. all I gotta fucking do I'm not worried about nothing else I can find like. I got my life to think about it. We were going so hard since winter break till that point in May. We were just Holy like shit, yeah. just running, running, running. So it's like I got my next next where I'm going out in life. I sum- I made sure all my T's were crossed and that mm-hmm. all my I's were done and I could finally relax. Forget about graduation. Yeah. That's just for family. That I could care less about that. And in that summer going into what what the hell is next for me in mm-hmm. the fall, um, I think that was the it was definitely a hard ass summer because I was left with the people we did graduate with, um, starting jobs yeah. and were making money. To whereas when I got down to Salisbury, I I was in the negatives. I had twenty dollars, yeah. not negatives, but I had twenty dollars money. Like yeah. I had twenty dollars, and I was like, "Yo, if we don't get paid soon, I don't know what." And luckily, my mom was like, "I can send you a little bit of money." My parents helped me out, yeah. um, but I had no money to me, and it was like that point i'm like yo am i am i really about to go back to school again mm-hmm. and do this to myself and not have money still and that's what i'm in right now that yeah. i'm in the same position now I, so i was met with that 
I feel that 100%. Yeah. I feel like it's... My parents have a hard time understanding that process of when you're in school, you're not making no money. Mm-mm. Like, you're inbe- you're literally investing to eventually make something back. But that's... That's, great- a, that's a great point. When people shit on college, it's like, you're just... I look at it as just investing myself. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. No, it's 100%. You're investing your time into learning something for yourself. You're getting, you're gaining something that's mm-hmm. intangible, like mm-hmm. intangible, like it, it's knowledge. Yeah. But they don't understand that it's like, yo, like I'm not working or I'm not working maybe wherever, working full time hours. Yeah. Enough to make. Th- I think they have a hard time kind of like understanding how life works. Like life college. works right now. Like I don't know. I, I'm So you were de- you dealt with that at home confusion. Yeah, like okay. I'm trying to figure it out my own self right now as I explain it, but the own concept of living two different worlds, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like they will they can't grasp that concept of like damn like okay. yo, I'm grinding so I don't know. I just think that's dope that your mom was able to be like, "All right, like I got you. Like I'm going to help you." Yeah, I mean, oh, that was it was a blessing that it came at that time um because she if if for people that don't like out there like when i didn't i had it like growing up my mom was like Mm -hmm. everything to me my dad was like everything to me and then like once i went to like my freshman and sophomore year i had like a falling out my mom to where i moved out the house um i don't live at home anymore because of what happened um and everything that did happen at home i just had to get out of that space and like Luckily, I was blessed with being able to move somewhere that, like I could have a good space. I was I was walking with open arms, and no matter what, maintain that good relationship because I did have a dad who has a master's degree, yeah. so he understood the struggle I was going through. He really physically couldn't help me out, um, because he was going through his own struggles, but he knew my struggle and how to coach me through it. Yeah, I feel like for you, it's so different having parents who, um. Are you the first generation born? Yeah. And yeah. Are you the first generation born here too? Mm-hmm. So you're first generation born in the United States and first generation to go to college. So they have no, they just know parents yeah. like that would just say go to school and no, or, have no or, idea how to fill out the paperwork, the fast for shit you go through. And not even go to school. It's more like get a job. Yeah. Like before school, even pushed off like that. Like so I do they push really, school off? Do they, they say like, why are you going to school? Yeah. Well, for me, it was more the concept. Ooh, I've got an itch in my ear. <laughs> For well, me, make, it was more make sure than... the mic is a little bit close to your face. So you oh, can, okay. Yeah, right there. <clears throat> yeah, no. So they were they were pretty much telling me like, "Yo, you graduate high school, like we got you. You got your car, like that's it. That was my yeah. goal." And for me, I was like, all right, cool. Like, say less. So your parents got your car, like, for graduation. Girl, let me finish. Okay. They ain't saying all that. Buy a car. Nah, they were like, you graduate, you got a car. But junior year, I got my license. I was a chill-ass kid. Like, I did my, like, yeah, was I a little fucking asshole? You know, like, I would be talking shit. But I I did, you know, I was involved, extracurriculars, all that jazz. And then we, they got me in my car in junior year. So I was whipping it around and whatnot. Oh snap! Then, so you were junior high school with a car. Yeah, because so I was. That's popping. Mm-hmm. So I was. That's different. No, it was. It was fun. That's it was. <laughs> that's why I was. I was. Skirt, right. skirt yeah. early. And you had no money, so your parents were. Well, no, I no, I worked at a pizzeria. I worked oh, as so you a caterer, and I worked as sketcher. So, oh, and man. yeah, I don't know. I'm telling you, I don't know how I did high school. Like, I don't know how I had three jobs. Yeah. Did extracurriculars. Was a class president. School. Apply to colleges. Yeah. But I know why I actually did. The colleges part, 
I actually was my 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 squad, like my group of friends. Mm-hmm. They were all like doing college. My parents didn't really like push college push on me. It was just like graduate high school. So mm-hmm. that was my like, all right, I'm gonna do this and that's it, bing bam. And oh, my, so you already had in your mind like, as long as I graduate from I'm high school, I'm getting my car and I'm gonna work and I'm gonna be chilling. I'm your be, eyes weren't even on college. No, like I didn't even know Rutgers was as close as to where I'm at. Oh, no, like I'm that's telling crazy. you, like it wasn't like like cat cat didn't apply to any school she was like i just go to community college and then look what she's at now yeah it's it's crazy i didn't even i'm like whatever like it wasn't nothing until i think sixth grade my no is it sixth grade around that age group like seventh eighth Mm -hmm. my sister was trying to go to college so she was like oh i want to go to rowan blah 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 blah. and she didn't because of the price and when i got in i'm like like i know this obviously because of the circle i was in yeah. but i'm like you could have done eof like you could have done this you could have done that like mm. but i was able to you know benefit so, so you knew eof you knew well i d- no not at the time no okay. like well after i got oh, accepted after, everything. Okay, okay. but through that acceptance like when i was applying to colleges and i was like yo like i need money for applications my dad's like what? like money for applications like come on yeah. like don't try to fool me. Like, oh, what are you okay, doing okay, with the money? I'm okay, like, okay. I dead ass need two hundred dollars for this application, That's That's and they just wouldn't understand. Um, but when I got accepted, they were just kind of like, oh my god, like ah, you're accepted. Yeah. But it wasn't like a, oh my god, we're gonna figure out how you're gonna go to college. It wasn't no great. It was like, fuck, how are we paying for this? Mm. So then. That's where you came into EOF. Mm-hmm. That's how I got into EOF and everything. So with, with going with into EOF, it was, um, my dad used to sub at my high school. So imagine, imagine being in the high school. But the thing is, everyone knew my dad already. My mm-hmm. dad is like town council president. My dad coaches in football. So everyone already knew my dad. And like, it wasn't weird for me seeing my dad. If it was doper, like yeah. if I would go to gym class and I, like, because I really didn't, I was, I would stay at my mom's a lot of the times. I would come to school and I would be in the hallways and just see my dad. I'm like, oh shit, you're subbing today? He's like, yeah. Oh. And it would just be those moments, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and like we could like, get hey, lunch. To, yeah, we could get lunch together. Or like if I knew I had like a um, I wasn't doing nothing in period. I would just go. Chill so wait, you would eat at the teacher's lunch with him? No, no. And he would eat in the classroom most of the time. Oh. Or like he would come into like the lunchroom when I had lunch. That's like so that. cool though. So yeah, it was it was mad. Dude. Like I wasn't that kid that was like, oh man, my dad's Dad, here. Don't... Like I was the kid where like everybody was like, yo, like your dad's cooler than you. Like that's how it was for me. <laughs> like a hundred percent. So. When my dad, I was in lunch one day, and I remember, like, to this day, and I was getting ketchup, and, like, they had, like, a uh, condiment station, so I'm, like, by myself getting ketchup, my dad, like, walks up to me, he's, like, yo, who the fuck is the man, and I'm, like, what, and he's, like, he's, like, what's my name, I'm, the, t- say I'm the man, I'm, like, what are you saying right now, and mind you, at this time, I was getting rejection letters from every university, and that's, like, my biggest fears um... right now, like, so I'll talk about that later, Um, but... I was getting rejected from every university, even Rowan. So yeah. I got turned down from Rowan. And, like, my parents didn't want to tell me. Yeah. Like, my mom, like, was crying when she told me. She was like, yeah, you didn't get in. Because she opened it. And then my dad, like... Why like, they opened it? You was not tight? No, I, I I didn't care anymore. Because my dad would get letters. And he'd be like, yo, here's another letter. And, like, we all knew, like, yeah. what it was. Because I was playing the big schools. Because you know when it's in that little small yeah, envelope. It's in, the, it's in the envelope. It's just what it is. So I, like, came home. My mom was, like, crying. I was like, it's okay. Like, I'll figure it out. But really, I was hurt. Like, so Kat was even like, damn, dude. Like, I was hurt. Because Rome's where I want to go. I want to be a teacher. Yeah. So, I knew Rome was the school for to be at. And my dad was like, my dad was mad. He's like, why the fuck did you open it and tell him? Like, we were, like, I, I, my dad was on, this, on the end. He was grinding himself. So, and so, I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, yo, I got you an interview with EOF. I'm like, what's EOF? He's like, you got an interview with EOF. Kill the shit and you get into Rowan. So, oh, then, it put me, and that's where I met Dawn. Dawn interviewed me. So... I was just like, I put oh, that gear in your ass. Yeah, like. and it was baseball. So I told my coach, I went to, and I had a game that day. I was like, Coach, I can't make the game. Like, I got this interview for to get in a run. He's like, Yo, go do what you gotta do. Like, he was supportive. Yeah, I love him. And I went to that interview. Yo, 
probably this is that's Mapsy before Mapsy. I was for no reason because even interviews. No, is well nothing. that's what I'm saying. Like I, well I think they are something, but at, especially nah, at you, that age point. But I'm thinking how not dramatic, but how big of a ordeal it was. You know, like to now. Like for me, you know when you see like those videos on YouTube and yeah. like opening the college letter in the time, and he's like, "You got this yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. Like for me, it was more like, I got like. Okay. Ah, oh, I got cool, it. Cool, cool. For me, it was nothing. I, but I no, it that. wasn't like the family was calculating. It was, it was just, just yeah. like, oh, I got the mail. Yeah. Like, you got the mail in the room. Yeah. You know? But for me, it was totally different. And I went to the interview with Dawn. I killed... What, bro? I prepped the shit oh, out of myself. You know my dad. My dad. <laughs> what, bro? I prepped for that interview. I had note cards. I had all this stuff. I go in an interview, and, I, and Dawn's interviewing me, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm killing it. And she just is like, why didn't you get in to run? I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't know why I didn't get in. And she was like, I got you. She like, da-da-da, like, you're good. Like, come to the program. And that's what led me into, like, the career path of what I want to do now. Um, but Well, I think similar, just because I, I don't know if you were moving on from that, but, like, similar to that, that was my experience with overall, like, applying to college. I applied yeah. to 15 schools. I got accepted to, I think, 13 of them. Mm-hmm. And then only two of them were put. Only yeah, only two of them were public schools. Everything mm. else was private school. So first of all, you didn't even know private, private, and public. I didn't even know the, I didn't even know the difference. Yeah. I was just applying to <laughs> shit. And then you know you see that they give you like sometimes a good scholarship. So I was yeah. like, I'm right. I think I don't. I'm not gonna say the school's name, but it was 50k. I was like, ah, 50k. But then when I read it, it's like 50k for the four years. That ain't shit. Oh my like, god. Like it's not 50k every four years. It's that split. So it helped. But then it was. I remember there was another one. Only gave me six thousand dollars. For the Mind you, the tuition years? was like sixty three. I'm like, you're bugging. Oh, yeah, like, that I can't. Price is different. So then I got, I got accepted to Rutgers, Camden, mm. and Rowan. Mm. And I remember the last one I was waiting for was Montclair because Rowan and Montclair were my top schools. Oh, okay, okay. And I ended. I remember I wanted to Montclair. They're like, why do you want to go to? Because I was always like, run, 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 run. Okay. And then last minute I went. It was. I, I think, feel like everyone from y'all. Your area, any from north, they switch. They, mm-hmm. If you're up north, you don't want to go up to north schools. You want to yep. come down south. Yep. So that's why a lot of people go to Rowan or stuff like that. No, that's exactly what happened. So okay. we were, at first I was like, yo, I want to go there. Like, everyone from Amway's about to be there. Like, we're about to be chilling. Like, OMG. My, like, I'm just saying <laughs> we're about to be, you know, cackling. I was going to be roommates with um, my best friend and my other friend uh-huh. from, like, the town over. So it was going to be, like, a triple. And, you know, I was like, and you know what? Like, it's so crazy to think how, like, small-minded I was. Yeah. Like, not killing nobody from that school. But, like, I was like, yo, I'm about to go there. And I'm going to I'm gonna come back on the weekends and I'm just going to work. And that's it. Like, like my mind was like, I'll go to school. I'll catch on campus. And I'll go to work. Like It's crazy I, when you look back on that. I yeah. didn't think about, like, joining frat. I didn't yeah. think about joining extra, like, nothing on campus. I was yeah. just like, I'm just trying to. It's when we look back, too. Like, when I look back and I speak with a lot of my other friends who went to other schools and they look at how much debt they're in and they're like, I'm in so much debt because they lived on campus because I remember when I found that when I got into EOF and we had like the EOF Camden, I went to EOF Camden and um, we had like the ceremony and they were like, oh, you can't live on campus your freshman year for in Camden. You're not allowed to. Wow. You're not allowed to live on campus. So I like, like I was pissed, bro. Because you know, when, like when you're in high school, when you're in high school, all it is about is where are you about to dorm at? Where are you going to yeah. live on campus? So I was like, man i can't nah i'm pissed dad and he was like yo trust me take this year do what you gotta do and make it out of it and if i would i honestly am so happy i didn't live on campus that first year because 
I wasn't ready for it mentally. Like, I really wasn't mentally ready to be on my own yet. It was the blessing of sophomore year where I lived on campus that I was, like, prepared to be on my own. But it pushes you. I think it's so wild, like, how our... Like, we have similar paths. Yeah. You know, because we both did Res Life. Yeah, We both did FRAP, both founders. Like, both went into higher ed. But our journey to it was so different. Yeah, even our journey to to get to where we're at now um, within that. And that's where I talk about, like, the... The road to, like, get to your path, it's, like, so hard to see all those, like, roadblocks that come into your way. Like, it's so, too. yeah, but it's so hard. You're, like, what, to where, like, now I have I have trained my mentor, like, if I meet a roadblock, it's, like, okay, what what sign is this? And I'm trying, like, I, it's so hard to do that to yourself. Where, like, you're, like, like, have that self-awareness. Yeah, but, like, it's so hard in the moment. You know how everyone's, like, God has a purpose. God has a reason for everything. Mm. And you're, like, yo, God, like, I don't need this reason right now. And, like, that's what, like, I was dealing with a lot of times. And, like, that's where speaking into now, like, I'm applying. I'm only applying to one doctoral program. Just one? Yeah, just one. And I mean, I believe in you to get into that just one. but I, I don't believe in myself to get into that one. Don't so, put that energy out listen, there. I, <laughs> so, listen. So, it's like, true. my whole thing is, like, I think in the back of my head, I deal with what I dealt with senior year in high school. Is that I'm dealing with that fear of defeat and like that's what that feeling was when i got all those rejection letters is like <clears throat> can i take that now and mind you that's not why i'm not applying to last there's other reasons why i'm not yeah. applying and like i'm so burnt out for like think about it well we maybe go you from... need a break it's okay to take yeah, a break yeah, for sure for sure i think that's what it is. i learned that for myself yeah. like i think i had so much pressure of do the masters do the masters do the masters yeah. and it was at first, I wanted to do it for me, but then it yeah. became this thing where it was like everyone else is like, mm-hmm. you know, like you're gonna do it. Yeah. Like I'm like, mm, 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 mm. yeah. Like, give me a break. Let me Until do this for you me. Want it for yourself, it's not gonna be. You're not gonna do good in the but program. Yeah. I think taking my break now led me to believe even more in myself because now, like, I'm like, okay, I want to do like creating. Like, I want to be like a digital content creator, and I think even in those moments, I still have roadblocks like that yeah. where I'm like, shit, like, is this good enough? Like, of that. F- not fear of failure because we should have like in, in a way what do you have to lose you know it's like you, you, you know don't fucking have it already so yeah. no no that's a hundred percent where i'm where i'm at and like i've been talking to so many people like luckily i've built connections at salisbury and, and connections with mm-hmm. like my uncles and family and, like i had a conversation last night with my dad and it was the first time i even told him that like you know, i'm contemplating on taking a break and he was like yo man like do it like you've been grinding yourself out and like yeah. to be honest with you if i get into the school i'm not taking a break i'm going straight through but I'm kind of putting on myself of, like, I'm so burnt out from, we went from high school to EOF. We did the whole program, the whole we summer. We went to kindergarten straight through. Facts. And, like, we go straight like, through. And I'm still going straight through. And I have another four to five years to go straight through for my doctorate. So, it's, like. That's a lot on the brain. I'm so give burnt. Yourself, give yourself Especially a break. working down at Salisbury in these last two years have been the craziest two years we've well, had. <laughs> We you, had we had a lot of on campus issues with like mm. Trump administration. We had a lot well, of like BLM well, issues, and then you might have to cut COVID. this out. Nah, you, forget for, that. Oh, you don't. You nah. don't. You think I'm you out drop, of there? I'm out of there. I'm are you dropping names? <laughs> but no, it is what it is. Like I, I, I mean, love well, my you know what? It's actually the truth sometimes. Yeah, like, the shit that happens. No, I'm, I'm felt, not putting happens, anything on that. I think it happens a lot more than than we know. Not even know. I feel like a lot of things these last two years have came too late, where it's like. For a lot of people. For so many people. And, yeah. and not just... In so many different aspects. Yeah, yeah. But that's why I speak for myself is that, like, nothing... There's nothing... I, I would never put bashed at a university, but, like, we dealt with so much issues. Like, 
things that we couldn't control. And that's why I'm not saying it's nothing on the universe. That's why I can speak about it. It's like, even though I may have my own quarrels of what went on within Res Life, but like, no matter what it was, there's a lot of issues that happened on campus. And then with COVID, we had to deal with those things. So imagine having to deal with all that on top of um, managing an entire building, which was the craziest building on our campus. And then going into everything in in my program, that's why I got dealt with so much. I was just like, yo, man, I am burnt out. Mm -hmm. And like having to switch my mental into like what is next for me and like this is that that pivotal time of what we've been discussing within our senior that senior year um when you're graduating like what's next and that's kind of what led me into the creation of this podcast of and those who trust and like the reason i even wanted to brand it that within the whole like trust scheme of things of like bringing people who have dealt with many different things different aspects in their own life that can bring sense into it and then when the viewers are watching they're like oh wait i'm going through those same different yeah. paths and like we're at the age now to where so many people like i believe that our 20s now are our 30s and like oh by we all need means to shift this we need to by shift this thing like our parents were like at 20 or they already had kids and they were married or they were like well i came to this country at 15 i made something myself mm-hmm. and it's like we can't do that to ourselves and, and those, put that stress on us and i think what people forget to remember yeah, let's forget to remember. Yeah. Makes sense. Not crazy. <laughs> guess, yeah. Well, what they they lack to remember, I guess what I'm trying to say, yeah. is that so many things have shifted in so, like think about 2010 yeah. to where the hell we're at right now. Yeah. How much things have changed with technology? There's different careers that didn't exist back yeah. then. There's so many things with whether the recession or it's a civil war or Something that's happening is always a huge impact that affects us all on such a grand scale. Yeah. That the pieces are always changing. And I think COVID was that last, like, Jumanji piece that mm-hmm. really just, like, switched the whole board game up like yeah. for us. Because you would assume, or even if you graduated and you already had, like, a job lined up, you could have had the opportunity of losing that job or, like, getting laid off earlier. Like, no one had time to to create or i have this job and this internship like it shifted everything so much and i i I feel like i fall into this like every so often when i'm like yo like these are supposed to be the best years of our lives like i should be like clubbing like i should be at the rooftop if i need some petty cash like you know you can build a career off this but like if I need, like, a, you know, some money, bam, boom, work at a restaurant, get my bread up, like, yeah. you know, but nothing's really open. There's no way of getting that extra cash. Like, no, like... make an OnlyFans at this point. <laughs> that's what you're left with. <laughs> nah, Listen, I, I I'd have that. to be broke. Like, I'd have to be, like, that's... that's. I talked to Kat about it. I was like, yo, Kat, we, we got to make this money, son. Let's start making this money investing. Would you do it? Would I do it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I would do it. Like, would Kat do it? Nah, because of where she works and so like Well, that. I like I'm all here for sex workers, but I think for me it's just like Hold on, you better watch what you're about to say. That's no, I was gonna say <laughs> I was gonna no, take no, no, a no, moment no. to think about what <laughs> so I'm trying to, to think say. very, very <laughs> no. I just don't think I will Edward gets canceled before he ever gets anywhere. <laughs> He's about to get canceled. <laughs> Before I even say a fucking word. Um, no, overall, no. I just wouldn't want someone to just see me, like, naked. Like, no, no. I, I, that, I yeah. you know, like, go ahead. Be a, you know, all the porn stars, like, yeah. we're rooting for you. Yeah. But yeah. I, myself, just, I don't. Well, it's a, like, it's, if it's I didn't a have a guarantee that I have, a, like, a signed bonus with, with Pornhub.com oh, or something, saying. then, yeah. like, yeah. But, like, that's, you're putting a lot on the, on the line. Yeah, but I feel like. Right now, there's so many um, 
people out there who are just struggling and like who are left with like what am I good in life? And I make the the error of like going to straight to OnlyFans or like they like well that's mess the thing now there. it's What's like next yeah. you just you just have to be eighteen year old I think yeah. eighteen years old I so guess so yeah that's that's kind of like I'm thinking where my mind would be at at the age of eighteen or where it was at and and be like damn I need bread. Especially, That's like, think saying, about it. Yeah. Like, we were 18, getting down to college, and we were like, yo, like, this is a turning point. Like, this is a, like, life is about to yeah. be blissful. But That's now you graduate, you graduate too, yeah. high school, and then you're like, I'm not going to campus. Like, they ain't yeah. shit to do on campus. So, what? Oh, my mom's working. My dad's working. Yeah. Like, I got the free crib. Bam, boom, bam, boom. You know, and you do, yeah. you start getting crazy. Like, I mean, I'm all here for it. You know, I have my crazy side, too. Yeah, yeah. But just for OnlyFans content, like... No, I'm not I, knocking anybody's hustle. It's just personally for myself. I just think I'm like... But when I think about it... I don't want it to haunt me. When, not going on this topic too long, but when I think yeah. about it, um, when I think about OnlyFans, it kind of reminds me of like um, your whole package. And like when I think about Kim Kardashian, like I love Kim K. Like I don't care what anyone says. Like I, yeah. To me, she's a business... She's smart. Oh, no, she's a She beast. knew how to market herself. So my 100%. thing is, if I, I would never doubt anybody for doing what they do, especially this generation. Like... I, I don't want to sound like this that old person who's like, mm-hmm. well, this generation, you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just, but like, I deal with so much in the generation when working in housing. Like, I see all aspects of it's, this generation. But it's also so different, though, because I mm-hmm. think that we keep seeing like this generation. Yeah. And we're trying to talk about, yes, maybe 21, 20 year olds. Yeah. But it's a it, it's a difference. I think it's such a difference. It's such a difference from yeah. from our age group to theirs. And I'm like. This TikTok what, what, shit pisses like, me off. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? I can tell I'm getting old. Like, when I see, like, mm-hmm. these little freaking kids in Target that are sitting here doing this dumb shit, like, in, in the aisles. I'm like, yo, I fucking hate TikTok. I wish we could, like, come back to a tape of me, like, doing that at Target. Facts, facts. I'm a little kid. <laughs> because, like, me and Kat would see each other. I'm just like, oh, my God, look at this fucking kid. Yeah. And to me, it's like, I don't hate the app. I just hate what it's becoming with, like, people are just so focused on like, and I would even say like this. This is one of the the knocks that I, like me, and you have quarrels about is that you care too much about what people thought, and like mm. that's kind of what messed you up a little bit. Is that like again, that's like just you tuck me out? Yeah, like that's what it was for you. You were just like, not that you were saying like my like I knew when you were bullshit. Like my fans care. Like no, you were just like, oh my god, you were taking the stress of everyone else and putting it on yourself. What was and, this? In college. Oh. In college. No, no, no. I'm in college. I'm talking about in college. Yeah. yeah. Like, you took all this and, like, you put it on yourself. You, yeah. like, you let what people, th- not not what people thought about you, but what people expected out of you. That's what it is. What people expected out of you, you were just so stuck up on that, that it drove you to. Insanity. Not insane, but it drove you to question your own, what do you want? I think that was the yeah. first time you were like, what the hell does Edward want? And that's what it was for you. Because no matter what, like, for me, I I dealt with that at a young age. Like, I was just like, yeah. what does Malik want to do in his life? And, like, my dad, luckily I had a dad who just, like, would be like, what do you want to do in your life? What do you want to do with your life? What do you want to do with your life? You just read the fuck out of me. I, I'm so <laughs> happy that I just met, I just realized what it is, like, for you. Yeah. Like, that's what it was. It wasn't what you thought with people, but, like, that those expectations just because placed I'm, on you. I can't read myself as, like, that bitch. Like, I'm going to put out yeah. my best work yeah. or, or my best foot forward. And I think when I would trip up i was like fuck like i yeah. fucked up and i didn't want to accept the fact so i think the point every time you that, would do that well not yeah no every, every time, time you would do that within like college like 
even like certain, when you, when your when your boss like looked at you a certain way, you were like he looks at me this way, yeah. or like if this person looked at you a different way, you were just like it would hurt. And honestly, I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm the same way. Like yeah. when I look at someone, I'm like, damn, I let that person down. Yeah. And I think that's what you done. And I dealt with the same thing of like. But then the thing for me is like, it taught me that bounce back period because yeah. for a while I would be like, fuck, damn, they just saw they kind of like you saw my cards, like you yeah. saw me trip up, and then I'd be so caught up on the fact that I fucked up. That I would fuck up the next three things. And I had to get in, out of that mentality of like, yo, like, that's it. You fucked up. Like, my um, brother-in-law, when I would do, like, football with him, he would always tell me. He said, bro, like, short-term memory. Yeah. That's it. Like, it happened. Let it go. Next yeah. shit. Next shit. That's and- exactly. That's why I love sports. It te- me and my dad were talking this last night where people knock football. And it's like, um, in football, you learn to deal with failure mm-hmm. so much. When you lose a game, that's a failure. Like, yeah. you deal with failure. And then you deal with heartbreak. And then... Within that spectrum of it, um, it teaches you so much just about life outside the X's and O's because mm. of um, like because of football. Like think about it, I trained my whole life, like my whole life, I played football, and then my senior year made it to second round of playoffs and we lost. And people are sitting there and like I remember going to my family's house and like all the women are there and like I come home and my dad is my dad was a coach, yeah. so like I'm crying. I'm on the side of my dad and like my dad and my dad's just holding me. I'm crying my eyes out and I come home and they're like. What are you sad about? Like you, you play next week in Thanksgiving game. Like you have one more game. Like and I'm like, you don't understand. Like, if you just say we've been practicing this year, we've been practicing this year since the summer. It's December. Think about all that work I put in to win a championship and we don't get that. And then think about it. I never won a championship. I won a championship in like little league. I never won it again. So it's like dealing with those failures yeah. is what you learn to just overcome in life because of those. So like, it teaches you like. All right, I feel that one time, but like, I dealt with harder shit than this. Yeah, and that's what you have to keep learning as you go. Well, I think. You said something on your last podcast that I saw with um on Onward. Onward podcast. Go oh, check it out. The episode with me. And yes, Ed. you guys. Said, <laughs> I, I I liked it so much. I've literally been quoting it all week. What? Where what where you said there's so many goddamn stars in the sky. So you remember when we were in we were in the library together? It was yeah. I was with you and we were. I literally when you said the story, I was like, yo, I remember because yeah. you said that you could see stars, right? It's or, not, not that I can see, but like, I'm just like in the library. I'm like, bro, there's stars up there. Like, yeah. we're sitting here stressing, and if those who don't know, stress sitting and doing finals with Edward is the biggest stress you could do in your life <laughs> in that room because it would take him an hour and a half to even get started on his work. Yo, and looking at his planner, and then he's stressing what's in his planner. So not to come at Edward, but like that's you, what we did. But like I was, was there a with you. to read my entire life. No, 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 no. No, but it's so. It's but so that's what accurate. we dealt with. Like saying that, I was like, because we were sitting there, we all were stressing the fuck out, and we're stressed out. And I'm just like, bro, there's stars in the universe, and we all like looked at each other like, what the fuck are you saying? Like, and I was like, so there's, much. there's some, there's more meaning to life than this paper. Like, let's just, let's just get this shit done and be out of here. We all were like. Yeah, you're right. And we just, like, banged yeah. out, and we did about our lives. And you know what's another thing, too? You know how I kind of just mentioned before? I was like, oh, like, I did the college because my friends, and we would sit down. Mm-hmm. My friends and my and I in high school would sit down together and do college apps. So, mm-hmm. like, for us in college, we would sit down and write papers together. Mm-hmm. And there's so many points in life where I catch myself where for me to do work, which sucks sometimes, I, like, like to be in a group setting. Yeah, yeah. Because we would just sit there, and that exact way that you just explained it, like, we, we would just be chit-chatting, like, Bro, I don't want to do nothing. I would be like, we all, right, all didn't want to do like, that. Like, yeah. kick up. We'd be yeah. like, all right, let's. Yeah. And we would do it. And I'm like, yeah. to think, also the power of the mind to just give a fuck so much about something that you didn't want to give a shit about. Yeah, that's all it is. But overall, yes, yeah, stars in the damn skies. And we were sitting there stressing about 
it's, it's so hard and and that's just a key overscoping theme of life is even in your relationship like me and Kat like we've ha- been having issues um in our own relationship and then we're just like realizing like we can't sit here and stress minor things in our life that like take away time from us being together even though, like because we only see each other on the weekends mm. um so we see each other for two days not even really because i leave sunday sometimes so like we see each other for a day and a half because they're also doing long distance yeah so it's like long distance we have to learn how like the small things in life is really what matters Mm -hmm. but those things aren't what we can determine like i think i saw a post and it was like um i i forget the the exact numbers but let's just say whatever number it is in like a day it was like let's say i took away like ten dollars if you were a millionaire and i took away ten dollars from you and would that affect you you're was, like no yeah, yeah but then yeah, it yeah. was like okay so if i were to take an hour away from your 24 hours would that affect you it's like don't let those small things mm-hmm. bother you and i was like that's it right there like, think about what else is. you have left. yeah there's so much else out there and within the scope of like covid education and and schooling within your senior year at college i think that was it's such a hard transition in life of what we dealt with coming home because think about it, we were away for four years away. Mm-hmm. If you if you live on campus, you're away four years, and when you're there in the summer, you're really out all the time because you're all with your college time. friends. Yo. So you're not really home. So you deal with that. Like you come back home, and now what the fuck? So like, what was your when you when you graduated and you came home? What was like the biggest issue in your household? Like of you coming back home because there's so much growth that happens in college yeah. at all oh my god and they expect you to years. like they expect you to be the person you were when, when you, you left, left. Yeah. yeah so for me i'm looking at and really have to deal with that no yeah no well, I, I really yeah. didn't have i think for me the most i had to deal with was like the i already spoke about like, the mm. feeling of like i'm not doing anything in this summer because i'm i'm on my next step to mm. get my match so it's like i'm just here like i feel like i'm just like the you're just pending I'm pe- yeah, it's it's like penning, but like I feel like I'm not bringing nothing to the table, yeah. type of thing. Well, for me, going back home was very, it was very unique. I would say because I'm like, ah, you know, I love like running my own shit, like mm. like going back to living in townhouses. I love coming in, leaving at my own hours, like, your own leisure. Yeah, yeah and I'm I'm very OCD. You know, I'm like clean the fucking mirror, like. Put the fucking seat down. Now you're on someone else's time. Yeah. And then, home, yeah. exactly. And then it's like people who could kind of clock you on, like, shut the fuck up. Like, I pay the bills. Yeah. yeah and yeah. and I don't know if you can agree with this, but it, w- it was so weird transitioning back from, like, living with the boys where, yeah, we were all comfortable with each other because we knew, like, all right, if I bought milk, like, everyone could have milk. Yeah. But I would go home and then it was the other way around where I'm like, hey, mom, like, whose orange juice is this? And she's um. like, oh, it's like the houses i'm like can i have some she's like yeah like but for me i'm like mm. if i were to go there and it's wiley or chumpy's juice i would most likely ask that's for funny it. yeah so that's funny for the most part going the big thing that was that like argument was having people over because um. yeah having people over um because the thing is is the room that it has private like more privacy was like on the second floor mm-hmm. so i was up there and I would try to bring people over so that my mom was just, you know how like in college. This is before COVID too. Well, yeah, like before that. COVID, exactly. But <laughs> like in college, your room is your like that's your function. That's your like house. that's like yeah. yo, we come in, come to my room. Like we're cackling. Like, oh, my yeah. roommates don't care. Blah blah. Yeah. So there was none of that at my crib. It's not like mm. all right, like my parents are here, but we just got to make it to my room and it's, they're gonna leave us alone. Like it was okay. like my mom would want the door open, which she would want to be there. She would want to be like, what's going on here? It's like who's? Con-? It's like, bro, like. Mm. relax you yeah. know like 
and then the, the the thing is is it was people that I already like was cool with. Yeah. So it's like it's people you've met before. So why why are you acting like funny? Mm. So I just felt as if it was like trying to have that control again, and I'm like, no, like uh-huh. like I'm on my own time right now. You yeah. have to understand that. So I yeah. think that was the biggest challenge, definitely. Like coming back home. Wow. Okay. That's that's. I think for... and a meal plan. Oh right, like yeah, because you have to eat what the fuck they make. Like yeah. I know that sounds so ignorant, but like going, like I'd wake up and I'm like, mm, I'm about to have some motherfucking toast. Someone ate the last two fucking slices, uh, and I'm like, damn, like, yeah. like that happened in the house and whatnot. Yeah. But when it's at your, you know, I don't know. It, it was a very unique situation. Like if you've gone through this, you're gonna you're gonna know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, I think. I didn't deal with that so much. I dealt with the again being in that in between stage, um, and I think I'm still going through it within like the I'm tired of being broke stage. Like I think that's the biggest thing we go through in college is like um, the be, when you're in college, everyone's everyone's broke, so it's okay. You're just mm-hmm. like everyone's broke. Uh, we're all going through the same struggles. Yeah. But then now where I'm at is like I'm just so and I talk about this with my cousin who. Uh, He's a professor at George Washington. And I'm just like, yo, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm just tired of being poor. And yeah. he just he just starts lying. He's like, yeah, like he took three years off before he went and got his doctorate. And I don't know. I don't want to take three years off. But like, I'm just like, I'm just tired of being in this state. Like, and you know, everyone always says like, don't rush to go to work. Like, you're gonna be working the rest of your life. So why rush yo, going to I'm work? Telling my nieces that. Because... Yeah, but like when you're that age, especially when you're in high school, like, dude, when you're in high school, like, I just need to work because I want money to do what I want. But like. Then when you start working because you got paid bills, it's a different life story. Mm-hmm. So, like, I dealt with, with – I'm dealing with that now well, and want my own stuff. Speaking of bills and being broke, mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you got most everything paid for. But do yeah. you have to do any federal loan? Because they just hit me with that email talking about it's time to pay back. Oh, we're, luckily, yeah. you got to extend it so you don't have to pay oh, right now. Where? Yeah, I got an email saying that. No, I have loans. I have loans. Hold on, I need this email. Where yeah, is that? It says the federal loans got deferred. I think for a little bit of time. Um, so I'll double check and look in my emails. Oh, but um, for me, yeah, I have loans. So that's where I want to. Um, I have nothing though compared to a lot of people. But I have probably like a semester worth of loans. Um, and that's a blessing. Yeah, like and. Look, cat has no loans. Yeah. So like for me, I'm dealing with all right. I want to pay these loans off and just get it done with. I don't. I'm not. I'm not the type of person that likes to have debt over my head. Like my credit yeah. cards always oh my paid God. off. No, it's such like you feel that weight on your shoulders. It's a weight on you, man. Yeah. So a lot of like no matter what, it's an investment in your life. Like we talked about. So it's a it's a to me that that debt to me is like a positive debt. It's hard to say that, but it's a positive debt because like. It is what made me invest in my own self and get me to where I'm at now. So I don't look at it like, oh my god, I have this bill that just is so stupid. Like if it was a mm. credit card, I had three thousand because I was just spending money stupidly. Oh, I understand that, but it was something that was worthwhile. So I'm looking at that like, okay, I want to take a year and just pay it flat out. So I'm done. I'm not stretching this on for five years. I'm not doing but that. But then that's the it. thing, though. You're just you're like, oh, I'm so broke, but like, bitch, like you have no probably good credit. You probably have a good credit my line, credit and that shit is cleared. So you, yeah. that's, that's. I mean, once I mind. pay that off, but you rather have six k, like cash in the bank, and then you know you have a debt. That's yeah. gonna fuck you. No, no, a hundred percent. But I look at it like when I feel I, like. Go ahead. I'm a bad. I was gonna say I feel like you can't, you can't carry yourself with like that bum motherfucker mentality. Like if you what have that, like all right. There's times where there's been times when I've had like 
a dollar and 35 cents in my fucking wallet. Mm-hmm. And I'll go to the club. You got 35 cents in your wallet? A dollar and 35 cents. <laughs> you got 35 cents in your wallet. Today? Right now? <laughs> no, I'm saying, who carries a quarter and a dime in a wallet? <laughs> you never know when you need it. <laughs> but I've gone, I've pulled out to places with a with dollar 35. Yeah. And have made the best of it. You yeah, know, yeah. like sometimes you can have, you don't have shit. Yeah. But you'll be getting a lot more on the long run. And I think yeah, with no, college, that's what would occur was, although we were all broke, mm-hmm. we could all sit in that living room broke as fuck play uno make the best out of like charade uh-huh. like we would really cackle make the best yeah. of what we have so i what i've been learning and practicing more this year where even though like we're like still into it mm-hmm. is kind of um just taking like like for sure gratitude mm. like taking over that's funny that you say gratitude because um something that we're starting on this podcast is that we have a jar that we have set up um, and we will post it. So we're, we, we, what we're asking each guest who comes on to do is um, write uh, their name and then one thing they're grateful for for anything yeah. in life or whatever it is, and then put it in the jar. And then when we get to the end of this year, uh, we'll do like an episode where we like we bring yeah. it all out and then we re like. All right, Edward was grateful for that. So like, like that. gratitude is a big, no, is that, definitely a thing, a big that, thing. I like that a lot, and yeah. I and I think that's something that I'm learning this year a lot more because. I think everyone would not listen to well, be grateful. Yeah, 2020 yeah. really taught us that. Yeah. But now with 2021, it's like our opportunity to to really just to take those little things in because mm. that's really what I miss. Yeah. Like, I've never really... I was just with my friend yesterday. We were at ShopRite. And the cashier was so freaking awesome. She was mm-hmm. just chopping it up with yeah. us. She was like, yeah, blah, blah. We, yeah. we leave. And I'm like, does she have a mask on? And she's like, I don't no i was like yeah i don't know if she had a mask on yeah and i couldn't remember like if she smiled at us if she what her lipstick was none of that like Mm -hmm. i couldn't remember like nothing and i feel like i miss like the simple person smile like walking through Mm -hmm. the street like hey like hey neighbor like you know a simple smile or or just a mouth gesture of like like you know like you can't be it's so like we're so limited right now Mm -hmm. so it, it really taught me that I miss these little things. So now take no, still what right. I have. Because at some point, we're going to reach a point where we're going to be like, bro, you remember quarantine or yeah. that COVID era when we were like, everything was shut down. Like, that was yeah. then. We were chilling at that time. Yeah, right. You know? That's why, honestly, I think um, for everyone, like, I definitely can see that, like, within COVID, like, not just COVID, but being down in Maryland, I'm not going to sit here and point, like, be like, this is how everyone is. But being down there, I deal with, a lot of rude people mm-hmm. and i know it's like i'm not that person like i'm not a rude person at all i always say yes sir yes man like anywhere i go out and like i always get like the were you in the military and i'm like no nah. and they're like well like you're saying yes sir yes man i'm like that's how i was raised just because i don't i say it doesn't mean i'm in the military but um you just got some people's pronouns ex- <laughs> <laughs> i mean down there there ain't no such thing as pronouns and everything that where i'm wow. at <laughs> but um so they deal with so i dealt with like so many rude people to where i was becoming rude mm-hmm. like i wasn't saying like excuse me i wasn't holding doors for people anymore oh, and yeah. i had to like check myself i'm like that's like it's like i uh, think about the new york mentality a lot of people when they go to new york Sprinkle they, just, me be- that, they just become new york right you just yo i was rude. such a kind but you have to like you have you, to when you're in that era, but then when I where I'm at in Maryland, I'm just like mm-hmm. I'll go to a story about New York too. Like when I'm when I'm in Maryland, and I like was talking to my go. dad and like cat about that way better. And I was just like, yeah, it is better. And I was like, yo, I was so rude to people. And like I had to be like, no, I'm not letting someone else their rudeness affect me. But when Don't you're in New York, down to their level. No, exactly. But when you're when I was in New York, the first time I went to New York, I was at like, oh, excuse me, moving out the way, and 
And I was like, "Cat, when the fuck? I, when I come back here, I'm I'm shorter strength. I'm the big stepper. I'm not moving mm-hmm. out of nobody's way. Because you were in the butters that day, bro. What? Next time we're up there, driving different, walking different, big yeah, body. You I didn't just care. Cut people off. But that's how, because that's yeah. where it's everyone, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's like a cultural it's reset. A culture, yeah. It's like when you're driving in South Jersey, you're literally like lollygagging. But when you go to North Jersey, Don't you're, South Jersey like you're like, that, <laughs> and it's like you're getting cursed out every other block. But no, when I moved to the city, I would I definitely had that mentality where I was like. I'm that bitch. Like, get yeah. the fuck out of my way. Yeah. Like, I was just that's a showstopper. And then I met people out there, and they're like, you know, you could just be chill. Like, I'm like, okay. Like, not, oh, not everyone's, not everyone's being, like, like Yeah. This. You just got to, like, move with a damn purpose. Yeah, For yeah. sure. But you don't got to be a cunt. But you know I don't have that walk with a purpose for nothing. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> that's, oh, that's my biggest. I hate I, I hate I, walking with people. I'm just like, bro, I walk I hate slow. walking with you. Sometimes I, I wanted slow. to yoke your ass up. <laughs> Like, bro, where are we walking to? Go. Why are we walking fast and shit to the library to our doom? Why are we walking fast somewhere? But it's, <laughs> like, for what, bro? Why are we walking I'm gonna fast? I'm going to come on. Let's go. For what? Why, what are we in a rush for, bro? Um, but speaking on college, all right, so, like, what was your um your biggest lesson learned from college? Or, like, if you want to go on that one, or, like, what was the biggest impact made on you from college? Damn. I had a lot of impactful moments. Yeah, just one. Biggest lesson? Right. Crunchy ass beard. Um, biggest lesson, biggest lesson, biggest lesson. I had a lot. I think um, I go into my so uh, many. Uh, a little one of mine. Um, mm-hmm. My go biggest ahead, thing. My biggest lesson um, was that no one cares. Like that was my lesson mm-hmm. that I like, I learned. And if you find someone that does, is who, that's who you cherish. Yeah. And I dealt with that a lot within. You know, when people talk about minorities in education and especially in college, um, there's so much we go through. And I feel like the finish line is moved so much for us. And I dealt with that. And I was talking about that. Like, I had professors and all these issues. with, And, like, I was just lucky to graduate in time that, like, I had so many people move the finish line for me that I was lucky to cross it at the same time that I was supposed to. Yeah. Um, even yourself, you dealt with that yeah. 100%. So I was going to kind of like in a way piggyback off yeah go ahead i was gonna say the like people setting limitations for me Mm. was my biggest lesson i feel like i and i'm sure you can agree with that too because it ties into the exception part but i think i had a lot of points where people would try to kind of oh edward like you can't do that i remember when i got my the first Mm. ra job they were like you and ra like come on like that doesn't like kind of that doesn't add up and i'm like no like I can cackle with you, but I have my moments when I can, like, get business. into, like, exactly, yeah. like, business mode. Like, I'm a hustler. Like, don't play me. So, I think for me, and I'm still learning that. I think yeah. I'm definitely still learning that. Where it's having that, we're not learning it, but I'm, I'm sharpening the skill of I'm setting my own limits. Like, I know mm-hmm. what I can and cannot do. You can't sit here and tell me, like, oh, well, you, you know, like, you can't do this. Yeah. You know, you can't do that. Yeah. If you're giving me advice, I'm open to advice. But when it's coming on a point where like i know for sure that i'm confident in something like that's what it taught me because there were so many people who were who told me like you're like you think you're gonna be able to do college like you're not mm-hmm. gonna be able to do that like yeah you're gonna take that class six classes the year i took six classes i had the highest like my highest gpa all through yeah. college yeah. three seven never again did i get a goddamn three seven and i've taken four classes on some semesters <laughs> <laughs> so like the semester like what I, I don't know, maybe even when I get a challenge, that's when I'm more like, I bet, like, bring it. Yeah. But, yeah, just setting my own limitations and knowing that's knowing really where I can go for it. And 
there's it's just like I can go on and like with so many because I've also yeah. learned how to uh, learn how to ask for help. Uh-huh. I think I learned that a lot with frat. Frat. Like with like after we you know we all crossed and it was me like I, before. I, I well like even before. well even before that no doubt about it. Yeah. But like that process, I mean more process. Yeah, but even like I mean in the sense of like you know how just like dropping like all the walls like we're just chilling on a regular day type of mm. like you know it's not like we're always uh, bros like we're always hermanos but like yeah when it's like we're just chilling just to chill like it's, you know how we would just it's sunday and we were just together it was yeah. not nothing it was just we'll chill together mm-hmm. like i forgot what the fuck i was going with this <laughs> um what was it talking about <laughs> it's okay um we, we were uh are like the biggest lesson learned oh Asking for help. So yeah. when we was just chilling there, <laughs> sitting together, like, I know that That's I could be like, mine. I would be like, yo, like, it was like dumb shit, like, but yeah. it was helpful. Like, I wasn't, yeah. like, I'd be like, yo, guys, like, I have this paper. Like, can you help me? Can you grab me the food over there? Or yeah. some shit, but like, th- it, was, it, was, it was good to feel like you had like people like supporting you at the oh, same time. Like, so many different lessons, so many different things to take away from. But overall, I think it's just like knowing that I have myself. Yeah. Um, and just being okay with that. Like, I think going on top of that one, you brought up a great point with what something that definitely taught me while, um, going through the process and everything like that is having more faith in myself, um, and confidence. Mm. I think I always had confidence in a lot of different ways, but like definitely added a, a new strand of confidence within like my academics and like what I can truly do in life and like raise that bar for myself because I was just like I'm not the smartest person like and I was like I was just like okay we always say that yeah but you are pretty fucking smart Malik because think in about a way it. think about it yeah I tell my family this all the time college isn't hard yeah college is just fucking time consuming yeah and that's the same thing with like that's what I tell my little brother all the time smart. I'm smart like, like I'm like bro you do you know how many dumb motherfuckers i know like graduate from rowan and like i argue with him he's like he's like what do you mean i'm like bro there's some hood niggas that i know that i don't know how the fuck they graduate from rowan and they make some of themselves it's a game of no, finesse finesse it, it your way finesse. and it's it's all about the time you're putting into it yeah and it comes from that too i mean in anything if you want to be a basketball player like yeah. how much time are you putting into exactly, doing that exactly so yeah all about time. All it, about it is. What, it is really time consuming. You get what you put out and learn. That's why I said like the biggest lesson learned from college out. is outside of the classroom, and that's all it's about. Um. So then. Oh, for sure. Now we're moving our way towards this new year. What do you? What is? You got me on this fluffy ass couch. <laughs> I'm sinking over here. Now you're good. Your your posture is good still. Um. What is your like your outlook on what you want from this year? From this year. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm very I've been I've been practicing very like specific what things that I want. Um I know for me I want to start making a stable like financial income based mm-hmm. off of like the way I want to. Like based off doing the things I love. Yeah. So I'm definitely as I said I'm trying to get into or not even get into like I am like going to be a digital content creator so yeah. I'm just figuring out the ropes right now learning the different things that I have to learn yeah you know and, and better to improve mm-hmm. but that's what that's what I want to get out for for I guess like my not career yeah. but career yeah, yeah and then for myself like personally I think I want to like start taking more time for myself okay and I've been practicing that and I've been learning that when you start to put yourself first, you do tend to lose people. And I think this is what COVID pushed us hard for, mm-hmm. where 
we were forced to kind of like solidify our our like top five circle you know like our top five people because you oh, couldn't okay. chill with yeah, everybody yeah. You, had, yeah. you chilled with your everyday people like i made it through covid you know because i could talk like on facetime with, with my my group of people mm-hmm. it was our group chat four mm-hmm. people was like me and then three other people and we would sit there and we would talk from like 8 p.m Mm. until 5 a.m go to sleep wake up at three start the day all over again you know mm. and that was just we were able to have our own circle and then move yeah. you know it, it helped me through COVID, but it taught me that like when you start moving for yourself you start really seeing who really like bangs with you mm. because me and you let's say besides top golf the last time me and you sat down and like had like a sit down talk it maybe a minute yeah, I don't remember. But the difference is, is that we can come back, have the talk, yeah, and under, like just pick up, kind of catch each other up where we've been, what's going on, blah blah yeah. blah. And it's because you're doing things and I'm doing things. But yeah, there's yeah. certain people who, when they're like, oh, all he thinks about himself, or like he's just doing him, he don't bang with nobody, he don't want to chill because like yo, like I'm grinding, like I'm not yeah. where I want to be at. And I think, lastly, to end on the like that topic of co- like the college, I think that like leaving college, that was my hardest thing, was like finding that new identity because it's a you rack up all these kind of like hats in a way Mm -hmm. like all right i'm gonna do this for res life i'm gonna do this for this and so on and so forth that you get to at the end you have to put on the hat for yourself like you're not putting on oh i'm i do this or i'm president of that like it's like oh shit i'm human like i'm in the real world you know so you do have now more abilities and skills to take out but that transition point when you're getting out of college is like holy crap like this is a whole new ballpark yeah so i think i think um overall what i want to take out for the year is just focusing on myself yeah and learning that it's okay to just like you know have those moments and and overall what you said like knowing what i'm gonna put out or what i'm doing or what i'm creating is what i want to put out 100 percent. i think um for me and and my goals of 2021 is definitely um like this is this is like my goal like if anyone knows me like i always watch listen to podcasts as i'm driving <laughs> like i'm not a weird person like even wiley he'll hear me listening to books and so yeah. like that's so, like i've been wanting to do this for so long that like i'm so happy that even if it's something little it doesn't catch track that like assume like i'm in this for the long game yeah. um so i'm hoping to make Start in this somewhere. year and this year to make some type of profit while doing this yeah. um, while doing podcasts um really looking to put out great content like mm-hmm. not just people sitting around talking but things that can be learned um toward my target audience um and i also want to kind of fall back into like a more um state of calmness like i mm-hmm. feel like all of us were sort of like you know even though i'm i keep a calm like sense when i'm going about doing my regular life but like mentally keeping myself calm with like not always just like stuck on like i gotta see what's next and like I, that that's what drives me makes me who i am but not killing myself over because i'm always yeah. that overthinker like i'm thinking yeah. about so much so bring calmness within myself over fixate yeah 100 percent. and and like educationally and things like that is i want to read more um educationally educationally oh okay is that not a word um, wouldn't it be academically it could be yeah <laughs> it, i don't know dog when you, you'll see this <laughs> what i'm saying i'm not smart when it comes to a lot of educationally academically probably <laughs> It's academically. <laughs> Could you try again? <laughs> try again. Maybe she didn't bad. get it. 
No, you're right. I'm telling you, bro. When that's but it's good thing. that you're listening to a podcast that are teaching you, and you're gonna 100%. be able to learn and academically. <laughs> because yo, I'm telling you, but cat like cat would get on me all the time. She's like, "Is that a word?" I'm like, "Bro, I don't know." Okay, you create a new shit, but son, that's what happens to me all the time. You'll see that when you watch this podcast. Like sometimes I have like they all say like I have like a what is it like I lisp. Not a list, but like I, I just I don't stutter, but like mumble, mumble. <laughs> I'm a mumbler for some reason. I get that all the time. Like I get that from Fred all the time. I I mumble my words and like all that stuff. So you'll 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 you get that do. from me. But that's like me. I'm. I feel like I don't know. Maybe it's because it's the headphones, but I just hear my accent crazy. Oh my gosh! Like I'm up. like I feel You're like just not used to hearing yourself. That's I'm why. like oh no, just because you know like I like, <laughs> like that's I feel like I'm hearing myself. You is coming out. Um, yeah, that like read more. Um, and that's really like figure out what no matter what. Well, what books point, are you looking into? A lot more self help. This I want to okay. read more. Have like you read Russ's book. What is it? Russ. No, I haven't. Maybe we can get that one together. Start yeah. a little book club. Because I feel like I just I'm being in school. I don't have no time. Not that I don't have no time because I can make time, but I have to find time to read, read more self help mm-hmm. books because I can do that. Um, and keep up with my gym journey, like. I think this makes a year mm. of me straight in the gym. Um, that's like the first time in like a while that like I was straight in the gym. So and like incorporate some more cardio into into the workouts because I'm yeah. doing too much weights at sometimes and like um, really like just that and and go on that path. Excuse me. Um, lastly, going into how how do we want to end this off here? So ending this off with if you have one embarrassing story. What is your most embarrassing story? It with you? Be, not with me. With if <laughs> it, it can be with me. If that's your most embarrassing, I don't remember one. With, with uh, you know absolutely which one I'm talking about. With me, bitch. My 21st birthday at the club. Oh my <laughs> gosh, bro! All right, we can go into that one to end this off. That's that's a great way to end. I this feel off. like that's okay. Where can we pick this? All right, Edward's 21st birthday. In the beginning, we met up at townhouse. It was it was Edward. It was, was not even our townhouse. Whose townhouse was that? It was um the mommy cave. Oh yeah, it was. We had mad different people in there. That's funny as hell. Yo, <laughs> shout out to the mommy cave because they were always down for us, no and matter they dealt what. With us. And they, they like if it was anyone's birthday, if it was anything, uh, that was our apartment. You see, and now I look townhouse. back at those times and I'm like, take me back. Like <laughs> that's hilarious. Like, but shout out to the mommy cave where, because that's they did so much for us. Um, but okay, bef- go in there. All right, so we met up. That's funny as hell. We met up, but this is before we were in frat. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So we met up at the mommy cave. We met up at the mommy cave. You had um, all of your circle there. It was no, I had, I had, I had. Yeah, you, you had. I had uh, the mommies. I had us. No, they weren't there. Yeah, they were. They're probably there for a little bit. They dipped off then because we played a drinking game. No, with, uh, with Gab and Gab, all of them. John Corfor was there. Brittany was they there. They were all there, and that's who we left. So by that time, Greg was there. No. He was on duty, maybe. No, or I was wasn't twenty-one. I don't think Greg's a year younger than us, so he wasn't twenty-one. Mm. So we were all there. Edward was not. You weren't drunk at all yet. They were getting you. No, they were getting you to yeah. drink yet. So then we took this. Then <laughs> all right, I'll keep going. So then we took this onto, um, what is that bar called? Landmark. And so, yo, you know Landmark is sh- shutting I down. I heard that's like what is college. <laughs> That's crazy, right? I'm glad too. I can't stand Landmark. Why? I, I learned to. I don't like Landmark. But we're um, not sponsored right now. I don't care. <laughs> I don't want them to be a sponsor of mine. Um, but then we go to Landmark. It wasn't. It was a chill night. It was no one really there. It was a perfect setting. It was like just us there, 
And if anyone knows Landmark, and it's the epitome of Rowan. There's a white Rowan, there's a black Rowan, and there's a white Landmark, there's a black Landmark. So then Edward was in the white Landmark for a little bit. And he oh got drinks, 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 drinks. Well, drinks, no, this drinks, is now, drinks. this is actually what went down. So we pre-gamed, right? We was all chilling in Bamboo Mam. Then we left, I th- no, we waited till midnight, right? Yeah, so we, you can get we, in the landmark. And, we had and to yep, wait. So, uh-huh, and that way I can show everybody. So bam, yeah. boom, boom. We walk now to landmark. We get mm-hmm. inside. And do you remember <laughs> the guy who came up to me? He's like, 100%. Mm-hmm. He's like, bro. If I was gay, oh my god, I would yeah. fucking just and 100%. I'm like, I'm like, I know I'm not the only one hearing this, but yeah. okay. So now, so that dude was was, at, and he came up to me so many times. He's like, "Yo, your bro, he thinks I'm gay and all stuff." I'm like, "Gay," and I'm like, "What are you saying right I'm now?" I'm like, bro? "You came up to me, sir." Yeah, and, and Edward's not drunk at this point yet. No, I'm sober. You're not I'm drunk completely at this sober. Point. Well, not completely sober, but I'm not like I'm like. Not even you're in the white room though yeah. at this time. We're no, in the but white this room. is in the middle, right? Where, yeah, where they that's do the, the white room. Uh-huh. So I'm like, I'm vibing, <laughs> hey, I'm chatting about Caroline. That's where you're hearing that at. No, <laughs> you're hearing that's that song. The, the the center console you're talking about. Yeah, in the middle, you're hearing that DJ okay, playing that, that, where they do the blowjob shot. A hundred percent. Okay, that's the white. Damn, what the fuck's gonna go down there? Um, I hope nothing, cause Buffalo Wild. So. You were there, so this guy was wild out. I'm like, what are you saying, bro? Like, I don't know this part. Th- he kept coming up to me. He's like, yo, your friend, he keeps saying he wants to blow me or stuff like this. And I'm like, gay? And I'm like, bro, what? Like, he's not uh, even he's like Making shit up. Yeah, so, and he was the one that was flat out of his mind drunk. And you came up to me like, bro, he keeps coming up to me. I'm just like, yo, bro. Just, I was like, yo, bro, can you just leave? Because I have no problem with dismissing someone in the club. I love, yeah. like, to me, that's, I like, even when we had the end of the year bash, I don't know who that little girl is. But there was a little girl there that was off rocker that night. Which one? At end of the year bash. Because you know I'm blacked out. I, I, I At everything. That's you... your problem. At everything, you end up somehow blacked out. So this like... dude's doing it. And then I don't know how we made our way into the um into the black side with the black DJ and everything like that. We made our way there. I don't know. I think we went there first. And then you stayed with with all of them, John, all of them for a little bit. We were bit bouncing long. back. We were definitely yeah. bouncing no, back. No, then we got to a point. That's who did you dirty. Now I know who. John or one of them, one of them in your circle did you dirty, and by the time you made it to the next room, you were blasted already. You were gone, and me and Brandon were like, "What the hell just happened?" Because yeah. it was me. This is before we even got really that close. It was just me and Brandon. That's crazy. I was really blacking out with you guys, and with not even knowing if you guys. Because first of all, no, go ahead, continue. No, okay. So we were in that room, and he walks in. I'm like, "What the hell happened?" <laughs> it's been five minutes, but everyone was feeding you shots because. You, of course, know everyone at Rowan. So, everyone's like, Edward, it's your birthday shot. Yeah. Shot. So, Edward, good. or I don't know how many shots you already had already. In you. I took a- so, then you get into the room. This is where life goes down. I miss life. So, I don't know why my dumb self thought, let me wear Chelsea boots to the bar. And they're suede. So, I'm wearing Chelsea boots and we're sitting there dancing. We really thought we was going to a poppy club. Oh, my God. Right? <laughs> What's the club uh, up there in North that we always have? Um, what is What event do we always host? What's it called? Mar- no, not Maravilla. Marbella. No, bro. No, that's the name of the club. But what the event that we always have is Tacatel Thursday. Tacatel Thursday. <laughs> we thought it was pre Tacatel Thursdays, we right? <laughs> pre Tacatel Thursdays. So then Edward comes in, is blasted. And for some reason, he just puts his cup on the ground and proceeds to like stomp on it, like big stepper style, just stomp it, right? <laughs> and my, I got on Chelsea boots that are tan. Oh and I'm like, my God, I remember this because I remember you complaining about the oh Chelsea my, boots. Oh my 
gosh, bro. And he just like, it's a full cup, like a full drink. And you're like, fuck it. Big step up mood. <laughs> and just like, oh water God. goes everywhere. I'm just like, Edward, why? I don't know how I didn't get my ass beat at that club that night. Well, you not, no, got I'm not problematic. It. I'm not problematic. Yes, you I'm, are. A ha- I'm a happy drunk. No, you're problematic. I'm a happy drunk. You don't drunk. remember the rest and let me keep going. Go ahead. <laughs> so then, I'm like, Edward, what is wrong with you? Someone hands you another. It was John. John was getting you done up. So John hands Maybe you another. Maybe it was another... just ice. I'm pretty sure I would not step on a, on a no. full cup. Maybe empty. I would have okay. drank it. Let's say it wasn't full. It was a third. It was shit in it. Cause I had burgundy all over my my stuff, so it was. And then John hands you another cup, and you're like, again, probably a Nikki song came on, and if you know in that room, there's a bar there, but they don't serve anything. Do they serve anything? They do, and I know. And they you do have, serve. Yes, because I remember this portion of the night. Okay, because go ahead. before, all right. So now I smashed a cup, uh-huh. and I think the reason I smashed a cup was because the music came on, and I don't know why because I'm not a stan, but I know it was like Mariah Carey. Because I remember that I jumped on top of the bar. 100%. And I sat on the bar. And I thought I was dancing and shit. And I remember actively being up there. I'm like, how fuck? Like, you know when you're like, it's like Plankton's moving the robot body. Really? Like, that's how I felt. Like, I was in my head, like, moving my body. Like, you're fucking drunk really? as fuck right now. And you're dead. I was that's like funny. dancing to Mariah Carey on the bar. And I remember some shit happened that I got off, jumped off. And the thing then- is, they'll let you do that. But then they won't then let I mean, men on the stage. stage. Oh my god, that's crazy! Now I, I always had that. a problem when I went yeah. there, but it was them. <laughs> this one was you, but no one did anything to you. Um, so then that led to you before you jumped up there. You gave me your cup, and you gave me your cup, and I'm holding it. And mind you, I don't drink, so I'm like, I'll take a sip of someone's stuff. I don't drink to get drunk or anything like that. I've never been drunk. So you come back, <laughs> you come back, and you're like, "Yo, this motherfucker over there took my drink." And I'm like, Edward, Edward, I got your drink, bro. It's right here. He's like, nah, fuck that. I'm going over to this dude. He took my drink. I'm like, yo, Ed, I got your drink, bro. And you proceed to walk in. And I, I grab, me and Brandon both grab me. Me and Brandon both grab you. are like, stop, Ed. And we say, like, it's here. I have your cup. And I give it to you. Like, okay, I thought so. And I'm like, why this? And this is what proceeds to then go into what happens next. So then I, me and Brandon leave after a little bit. We didn't stay the whole night. You stayed longer. No, but you didn't leave until you didn't leave yet because when I did the split. Oh my god! So I do a split in the middle of the dance floor. Is that what? You, did you rip your pants? My pants ripped oh down god, the mother, to the leg, down the whole right leg, and I remember I was walking. You stay around, longer. You still you walking still... around the club with my damn underwears out. <laughs> so he because Edward's going to battle somebody, and he always battles somebody that isn't prepared for what Edward has in his back pocket. <laughs> So, everyone always pull a split. And I don't mean... I mean a Megan Thee Stallion split. Like, he's jumping out of the air and splitting. And his whole pants just... And just rips up. And we're like, oh! And the whole club is just like, oh, shit! And he just continues to proceed with the night. Like, nothing happened. And yeah. I think that's what... Because I'm not a long stay in a club person. So, like, no, I was like, I'm out of here. I'm gone. That was my biggest bro mess up that I should have stayed on top of you. And be well, like... Because I think... Did Brandon stay? No, no one stood that night because you guys, I think, ended up leaving. But I think it was because maybe Brandon was, I think, drunk. And Brandon wasn't drunk. Well, some you guys, maybe you guys were just done with my shit. I don't early. We weren't done. <laughs> it wasn't. I don't think. I think we were just like, all right, we're out of here. Like, well, we're, yeah. We're well, whatever the case was, you guys yeah. left, and then you guys. I remember you guys told like Court for you guys like make sure he gets home safe. That's where we messed and up. And then at. you guys, Go you guys got him. You guys story. got him. So how long and did you, you stay? Do you even know how long you stayed after? 
I couldn't even tell you, but I know that I was in the. In, I went back to that middle room. Okay. And I'm pretty sure I stood until closing time played on. Like closing time. So listen, yeah. what time is closing? I think it was two. So I think we left right before closing because we got there. We stayed there for a little bit, so it probably was like one thirty. We left. Yeah. Well, we left, and I remember I. I don't know what the fuck happened, but I, by I the did time say I left that, from like the lobby, I did say to John and them, I said, "Yo, make sure he gets home safe." That's where I messed up. From at. the lobby to outside, I don't know what happened, but I was gone by yourself. I was gone by myself. I was in front of. Oh my god, this is like bad to say. <laughs> I was at motherfucking Seven Eleven arguing with students. Yeah. Like, okay. So you get to this. And my, this is what we find out later. And my. Were the ones who stopped me from like almost getting into a yeah. fight. Like I was so ran, some random people stopped you from getting into a fight. And I was just like like when they stopped me, then that's when I processed I'm like, what the hell? You know what I mean? Like they kinda like What made you you definitely because you were you're well, one of those people that eat the nastiest shit from seven eleven too. You eat them freaking <laughs> the taquitos. The taquitos no, I think for me I was I was tight because I think everyone left me. Yeah. And then I was tight because I'm like, damn, like, in my head, I wanted a party till like 5 a.m. Yeah, yeah. So I know I had to get back to townhouses because everyone was still drinking and they kept texting me to go, go, go. Like, like come back. Like, it's lit. So then I went to so 11 to the mommy cave. Oh, my God. So I, um. Well, Did you ever make it? I think I, no. No, I didn't make it. Yeah, <laughs> no, I didn't make it because this is what happened. I ended up almost freaking fighting yeah and fighting then, all of fiji and then they then they took me to like the people they took me to my my room and, yeah and i just went to sleep and i woke up the next day like with my pants ripped, ripped open and i was like are you fucking kidding me like there's no i was so upset and like that's a lesson that i learned from that night is no matter what Make sure we're good. Mm -hmm. No matter what, make sure one of us, when I mean that, is like one of us well, are I watching. I think that's why you always clown me for this. When like, Ed, like, where are we going now? Because you always come up with some 100%. shit. Because I know that no matter what, like, we're It's not just you. It's all Fred. It's all of our chapter. No, like, but we'll Besides figure me. it out for the most part. No, because I try to plan shit. And people, let's be real. No, I'm saying in, in undergrad. In undergrad, it was, I was the only one. Oh, Brandon, y'all yeah. made him into y'all ways. Because he wasn't like that either. He was like me. Brandon would just leave because he's like, I'm not getting caught up in this. But after a while, Brandon will get caught up. What I mean caught up is that <laughs> our chapter, for some reason... We can, they could have one car and they could be like, okay, how are we getting to East Bumblefuck, New York to go to this club? Okay, we found our way there. That's all we need to know. And not know how they're getting back home, not knowing who is even surviving the night. And somehow they're okay with that. And I'm the only <laughs> one that's like, where am I going? How, who's driving? Where am I staying afterwards? But it's because you're from South Jersey. That's why. When you're <laughs> no. from North Jersey, yes, it is. That's some South Jersey shit. When you're from North Jersey, you just figure it the fuck out. You call an Uber. You call, you make it home <laughs> somewhere, somehow, at some point. Nah, in some way, somehow, you'll make it the fuck home. That's yeah. all. Like, I don't know. Through my years of turning the hell up to the point where I'm like, damn, how the hell am I getting up? Yeah. I've always found someone to be like, oh, you're fine. Like, yeah. you're good. Like, I've been at those points where I'm like, Damn, looks like I'm staying outside tonight. Like, this one's looking rough. And I'll still end up, like, doing a turnover. Or, like, if push comes to shove, like, you'll find a way. Yeah. Like, where there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. yeah. But in South Jersey, you you gone outside after 1030. There's no luck you're getting an Uber. It's Dunzo's. Yeah, down here, nah. Shit. But 
That was yeah. That was a funny night because that next morning is it's where just I was. Planning I was really, I was really. Now in adulthood, you guys are on where I'm at with it. Now y'all like, okay, I understand exactly uh-huh. where Malik is coming from. Yep. Now we need to plan out what, who's doing what, oh, who's who's bringing the silverware, who's bringing but, the drinks, who's bringing I the think, chips. Let's be real. I was like that more when it came to business stuff. I'm like, um, hello, like you should have done this by now. Like oh, I was 100%. on it with the business 100%. stuff, but when it came to like any type of party, like. And I blame Julian, Julian for being that that second Ed. Oh Julian. my God, no! Y'all didn't have a name for yourselves, the Julian and Ed couple for a while. That was going no, on. No, y'all I, needed to have a couple. I, oh man, we need to get Julian yeah, here. Yeah, how far is he from here? Julian's like fifteen minutes from here. Can we Facetime from here? You could try. Hold on, because I have to see if he answers. Answers. He might be in PR knowing Julian. He's over or somewhere. Or in fucking New York. <laughs> he hit me up when he came back from PR, and I was just like. Boy, you better get tested. <laughs> yeah, facts, right? Nah, he would have to get tested before he comes anywhere. But um, I don't know if I have, like, a crazy embarrassing story like that. Yeah. Yo. So. Yo, tell right, him he's on air. You're on air right now with me and Malik. What's good, brody? What's good? What are you doing? <laughs> what you no saying? funny. Oh, you you caught Miss COVID? <laughs> she said snatch. No. All right. Well, news. when when you're alpha COVID, we got a link. When you're off of COVID, we have to link and do an episode. All right, yo, feel good, bro. Thanks, bro. Be safe, bro. Where you guys at? In mi casa. Uh, right. Mhm. Yeah. All right, you gotta get retested again, and again. <laughs> and again. <laughs> All right, bro. Be safe, bro. CMs. Right. CMs, bro. D. Bro, that's twenty twenty in a show. <laughs> let's plan, let's plan something. Yo, you good? Yo, no, I got COVID. Two that's weeks hilarious. Out, three oh, weeks damn, out. we might not be able to. You gotta ask his permission to put this out because he. Oh. <laughs> that is his. We'll, we'll ask him later. Yeah. All right, but uh that's a funny story. Looking back. All right. Um. Yeah. What are you? What's your crazy story? I don't think I have any embarrassing stories. So I make sure I I'm never embarrassed in that sense. Oh well, I have some. So go ahead. No, I don't think I really have an embarrassing story. I don't. I think one time I, all right. This is like in like fifth or fourth grade. No, no, no. This is middle school. I was really sick. I was no, no. I wasn't sick. I was, I was no, a little. No. I was sick, and I was just. I was like, nah. Like in those times, you just go to school. You just go to school sick because you don't want your parents don't believe you're ever sick. So I had on shorts, no. and I was always the person who was always injured in school. So I had a boot on. Oh, you was one of those. So I had a boot. I broke my foot like twice. So I had a boot on, and I was in gym class. So I was in gym, and I didn't participate. I just was there. Yeah. And for some reason, our school, like, our floor was, like, it wasn't even a floor. It was, like, some cement BS weird shit. Like, it was, like, rubbery, but cement. No. It was, it was I, I can't even explain it. But if, if you went to Palmer High School, you know the middle school uh, gym. <laughs> so it's, like, in, a, like, it's in, like, okay, let's say, like, the, the bottom floor is the second floor. It's into the second floor. So you have to walk downstairs to get, and it's like a little box. It's so weird. I, like, you would have to see it to explain it to you. So we had Jim there, and I was walking, and I was like playing around. I was like, I was walking like I was a pimp, and I step, and the boot slips. So I fall hard as shit. Bow. And everybody's making, everyone's there is laughing. I'm like, I can't get up. So I'm like, fuck it. 
I just lay into it. I, I cover myself up, and then I'm like, but I'm laughing, yeah, and yeah. I'm just laughing. And she's like, oh my god, I'm like, are you all right? I'm like, I'm fine, I'm fine. So that I, I couldn't get up though. So my friend, he's like picking me up, but he's an idiot. So he picks me up like an idiot, and he picks me up and drags me. So then when he's dragging me, though, since the floor is so effed up, like, it go, go, go. rips all my pant open, my shorts open. <laughs> so now I'm effed up. I'm sick. I just fell, and now my pants is out, and I have to walk to the nurse. And I'm like, and the nurse is like, do you want extra? I'm like, no, I want to go home. I don't feel good. I'm, I'm going home. And she's like, no, I think you. I'm like, take my time. I'm, I'm telling you I'm sick right now, but I'm more embarrassed. Like, I just want to go. I'm not, there's no way I can come back from this today. Like I can't come back from yeah, this day. It to second period. No, there's no and at that time my it was first period gym class. Yeah. So I was like, I can't come back from this. Yeah. And I lived across the street from the school, so I was like, call my dad and tell him like I'm, I'm crossing sick. the motherfucking street. So my dad calls and I go home. But it was my the worst. The whole issue with this thing is, it was my fair pair of shorts. Like you know how you have those. For us, we wore. Did you wear uniforms? Yeah. So we had uniforms, but it's like you those the, khakis. Those one pair of khaki shorts yes. are fire. Uh, it's so you can't put usually you can't put that together. You can switch it up with any shirt, Bruh, I was so I was like, mom, you gotta stitch that. But it was it was a whole it was a whole down this whole way. No, so I just had I had to eat that one. I had the these face. black pair of khakis that were my favorite too, and me being dick hard, not dick hard. <laughs> I meant to say dick tart. <laughs> what pops? I fucking um. Was like skating on my longboard, okay, and my shorts got caught on the wheel oh. and like fucking ripped the entire shorts. So I would have like, stuff like that happen to me all the time. I had, I was on freshman baseball, and for some reason our baseball field was so far away, and our coach was like, "You have to be there at three. If you're not there at three, you're late." And we're freshmen, so we don't have cars. Every and if you're what not time cool, you got off of school two twenty six. Oh yeah, I got some time. Not once you change, and everything that it's two forty already. It's a hike. The baseball field isn't like right across the street. Uh-oh. It's a town up. It's in another town. So we had to go to another stop. So oh, and you can't warm take, up. And if you don't make the train, the train comes at two thirty. So there's no way of you making the train to get up there. So, so you, you had to know a senior. So I had a I had a bike. I was like, oh, I'm making it on time. One of my friends, stupid, is on a longboard and he falls in front of me. And his longboard flies back and hits my tire and pops. and pops my tire. So now I'm late. What the fuck are the chances? Bro, he leaves me. He's like. I'm, I'm not going to be late. I'm not running. I'm like, yo, you just messed up. Like, my tires pop. He just leaves me, right? And I'm like, F you, bro. He goes, and I showed the price. I'm mad late. But how late were you? Bro, did I'm he, late. Did he put hustle into the walk? I, I had to walk my bike. So you could have hustled. Bro, I hustled. I got there. I, I probably was there like, they were just stretching. Okay. So I didn't. I wasn't that late. Okay, okay. So then I showed them. And for us, it was called it call, like home plate touches because there was two fields far away. So it was like, you owe me two home plate touches. I'm like, coach. He And this is the time he hated me. So he was like, I don't care. And I'm like, now I'm walking back home with a broken bike and all this stuff. But that stuff will always happen to me. Um, but to end it all off, um, I was some... gonna ask Tui real quick. Go ahead, go ahead. Like, what's your comical like, your comical fear? And I, I bring that up just what because do you, mean? you just mentioned sports and you mentioned something earlier. Um, but like one of my things, or like one of the things, I'm like, fuck, I hope this could never happen to me. Like embarrassing moment would be like, you know what, like. <laughs> The cheerleaders have like the banner, and it's like "Go Titans," mm-hmm. and then like someone wants to cross. Oh, at the right? same and then, time, like, boom! They oh just my god! Like that has to be one of my biggest. Like, yo, if that was to happen to me, like I would have to just be like laugh at myself. But I also think what I would be like, why the fuck would I ever do that? When I think about embarrassing in sport, I've been embarrassed mad times in sports. Like I've been embarrassed <laughs> where like I wrestled and I had like two matches one day, and 
the first match I lasted a long time. Second match I was like, Coach, as soon as the whistle blows, I'm shooting. And when you shoot, like you're going for the leg. And blow I was the like, whistle. Like that's yeah, that's funny. So they blew the whistle. I was like, I'm shooting. He's like, Go for it, kid. Go for it. Like, he's he was he was like he doesn't care. He's like, no. it's JV. I don't give a fuck. So I shoot. This nigga turns me over and pins me like that quick. I get pinned in one second, right? So now I'm dealing with, for some reason, the whole fucking high school knows this then on Monday. <laughs> the whole high school knows this. Like, yo, Malik got pinned in one second. So I got kids coming up to me in, like, middle school. Because ours was a middle school and high school in one. Oh, so no. everyone's coming up to me. Malik, I heard you got pinned. I'm like, bro, come. By the end of the day, I had, like, five people. I'm like, come down to the mats. And I had to go against five people to show them. I'm like, I could beat you. Like, don't talk like this about me. And then yeah, there's... Man. I would. I had to wrestle them. Be, I beat all of them just effing around. I was like, let's wrestle them since you can beat me. Let's go. And I beat all of them. But I was like, I like was effing around and tried something and like lost. Like I had no problem with that. Um, but that would happen all the time to me. But then speaking about, um, I feel like we have to speak about this today. Um, if with all this going on in the world and it's what happened in uh, the storming of the Capitol, what the were your thoughts? The terrorist attack. Yeah. Um, I think it's crazy you can't i saw this one tweet and i agree with it. it's like mm-hmm. you can't get away with this shit in gta like yeah for me i was just what the hell was i doing i think i was waiting for i was on hold with the dmv what and, is this going on yeah that's hilarious and i had a plane and i was on hold for two damn hours two mm-hmm. and a half hours so literally as soon as i started I started watching it. I'm like, this can't be real. Like, yeah. there's no way they're going to let them, like, yeah. get away with as much as they're intending to. Yeah. Because they were walking over there with full commitment. And I think for me, just the fact that with, with the guns and everything, I'm like, bro, like, this is crazy. Yeah. When I started seeing the video that they were breaking in through the glass door, like, the window, I'm like, where are the cops? Where, where are things that, like, what is happening right mm-hmm. now? And I think another one too was like, like kind of like, where are the cops? And I saw this one post, and it was like, why are y'all asking where the cops are at? Like, you don't ask Miley where Hannah Montana is when she's on stage. One hundred percent, I saw that one too. I was like, yo, like that's like that's the only thing that could prove to be because yeah, where the hell? Like, what what is happening right now? Like, this, yeah. in no way, shape, or form is this a democracy or or you would think that. We're like a third world country, like not yeah, to like it, sound disrespectful, but it was embarrassing to see. Yeah. Um, and especially for me, I I first saw it and I didn't like believe I was just like, Are they just protesting outside? But then mm-hmm. when I saw like when they were getting into the Capitol, I had to go and research. I'm like, why are they storming the Capitol? Like what is in the Capitol? like what about the Capitol? And to me, that's where it leads to such a bigger issue of like their that is a terrorist act. To try and change and take over a government. That's what they were doing. They were trying because if they got those votes, they're overthrowing the government. You just overthrew the we government. Everyone would have to vote all over again. You just overthrew the government, one hundred percent. So for me, that was like the epitome of the America that we live in. And to me, it it shows you that like when you go back to the BLM movement, what the capital looked like to now, and it's so sickening to see that like. This is what the Trump administration has brought to our country because we would have never thought this is what never. was going to happen when he got elected. Like, and I'm going to talk like, even before he was elected. Yeah. Like, I'm thinking like 2008 or that. You know, like Obama's freshly in office type of yeah. shit, and you're you're like like hope. There's so much like new change yeah. coming, and then um yeah, he ran. He got again elected, so it's like okay, boom, like Obama's doing yeah. this thing, and out of nowhere you got Trump from the jump. It was already like this. It was just hate. It was just full so of much hate. hate and, yeah. 
And that's where a lot of people are like, no, because you left or you Democrat. And I'm like, no, it's not even about that. It's like, yeah. you could be for like whatever you want. Yeah. If you're arguing you're a Republican because X, Y, Z financial debate, cool, whatever. Like when people are like, oh, no, the taxes. All right, cool. I get it. Yeah. But when a, someone under the title of president is blatantly disrespectful to like religion, people's race, to hate like, yeah. like people's economic status like so many different ways it's like how like yeah. how like it really these last two years felt so long yeah it was long but it's like like think about it it's four years that doesn't this four years should have not felt this long i don't think yeah. so i it's think insane. i think for a lot of people and especially myself and seeing that it just brings so much like this is what it has come to um it was it was like a pressure cooker yeah and it's the realization of like what trump stands for what he's done and like i think there's so many um white americans out there that are just like yo we're tired of seeing this Mm -hmm. but um just real quick one of the i had i had the chance of speaking to a couple police officers down in salisbury and i was like yo can i ask you guys a question like i know you guys are officers and like they were okay with answering my question. I won't go into full detail what we talked about. It was a really intimate conversation just about, like, police brutality, um, blue lives matter type of thing mm-hmm. and stuff like this and, like, how I had to deal with that and what I perceive that to be. And when I see this, it's like I saw them chasing that black officer in the Capitol. Oh, my God, yeah. And I was like, do, do blue lives matter now? Like, that's what brings me to question. And it's like... I want to know what other Trump supporters feel about this. Because you voted for Trump. You voted for this. This is what you did. And I hope that they see that by voting for Trump, you can't vote on one policy. And I don't care what you stand for. It, it, I mean, we all, vote, we all vote for a policy. We all vote for the like some of some. You like one particular part of someone. It is what it is. But you can't vote for someone that isn't into this world and in this world as a present to lead for humanity. And that's what this is about. And it's about humanity as a whole. If you don't love everyone, if I mean, we all have our biases at some point in us, but you cannot lead in a way that is so divisive yeah. that it just breaks the country as a whole. Because our, our look that this president election showed us our country is split. Like it's oh, no, down it's, the line split. And that wasn't that wasn't a vote of like you're voting for a party. That was voting for hate. Yeah, a hundred percent. It was you're voting because you don't like the opposite side, and that's all it was about. Forget the red or blue. Forget Democrat, Republican. It was because you're like, no, I want my white life to matter more than anything else. And he's bringing that to me. And that's what's so sad to see. And I'm not glad that this happened because it is just pure destruction to our country. And I hope those um, in the higher ups and like I saw like an FBI looking for those people that hold those people accountable Absolutely. because when you are in the ghettos and you break and enter into something you do 30 years in jail now you break and enter into a government Capital building Hill. and you are a terrorist going to overthrow the government you deserve to to go to jail for a long time and deal with these repercussions yeah. because that is just the ultimate disrespect to it's our government email. and what it is and i mean and i think if you were if you were pitch is make America great again. Mm-hmm. What what is this? You know, I yeah. mean like like my thing it's like it's contradictory. Mm-hmm. And it's like you can't benefit from what you want when it's convenient for you. You know, yeah. it's not like, oh now the cops don't matter because you know, it's like yeah like 
the whole yesterday i just had this conversation with one of my friend's moms and you know they were a trump supporter and i was just trying to grasp the concept i'm like you know like where, where are you like hearing this from oh no i don't want like i walked in right mm-hmm. the tv is off right i'm coming from the car where i'm listening at the news mm-hmm. come inside turn the, the like the tv's off and i'm like tying my shoe and she's like, oh i'm listening to something you guys don't even care about you guys need to like learn blah 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 and i'm like oh what are you talking about capitol hill and she's like yeah and i'm like oh what source is that she's like i'm watching it on this like some link some random fucking link mm-hmm. and i was like why are you not watching it like on cnn and she's like oh that's all fake news fake. and i'm like fake news like i never ever like i heard the term fake news yeah, but i yeah. never ever thought i would encounter someone using that statement as like a, a source of validity like to like yeah. argue their, their I mean, side you know the, the news networks always have their own political views and like it you have to you find where your political views align with the news network because everyone knows that everyone yeah. knows what the foxes are well now now yeah i mean about everyone knew that before that but the fact that he hates on every news site and he calls things fake news and like it sucks just to close it it sucks that so many people like they say like those that won't conform to wearing masks or like we don't conform to this or they don't want to conform to this political they're not uh what is it called they're not sheep but then they follow what other trump supporters do so it's like at the end of the day i hope that there's trump supporters are out there that begin to realize the destruction that has happened wait hold on you just said sheep so so i posted a uh put a post up and then mm-hmm. someone commented under mary had a little lamb are they trying to call me a sheep maybe yeah sheep usually like you know how they follow each other so that you could be following um or they could ask them i mean i don't see why not ask them what they meant by that it could mean something else by that because do you want to fight <laughs> but just to close i hope that you know our generation that we can bring some change to this country and and that's what i hope to do and and we continue to bring this new outlook on life um, and kind of take it from there. Okay, I read it again. It doesn't mean it like that. Okay, good. Look at you. Are you ready? Good. Um, but bro, I appreciate you coming. Well, I appreciate Thank you, you so me. much. Um, plug whatever you need to plug if you want to plug anything. Um, I mean, for the most part, yeah, definitely. Thank you for having me. I feel like I definitely want to do another one. This is fun. Of course, a lot more comfortable breaking into these damn headphones. Just a little weird. But <laughs> if you don't already follow me, follow me on the gram, Edward underscore ENT. Mm-hmm. Um, I will be having new things coming out, so I want to actually start a YouTube channel. Okay. Um, so I'll be putting more of that information up on Instagram. So stay tuned. Follow me to get more of that information. And you yep. do the um, like the live mm-hmm. thing. So. Um, Tuesdays I'll be dropping my eat with eating with Eddie videos. Okay. Wednesdays I'll be doing my lives, and okay. then moving forward I'll be having some more, more fun things throughout the week. Awesome. I'm just figuring it all out. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, bro. Thank you for watching. If you made it this long into the episode, Word. I really appreciate it. Uh, please like and subscribe, and uh, share with those that you know, so we can kind of get this going and get this out there. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bang.